first live show. Um, yellow, this thing on. <laughs> hey, fellas. Actually, uh, well, first off, we'd like to thank everybody who voted for us. MTV Music and now TV Awards. We won the best uh, podcast theme. Yeah, they had a, they have a little uh, subcategory for best podcast, and, and uh, we, we won were honored. Them. We couldn't make it to the show. But, well, they uh, didn't tell us that we were going to be winning or yeah. even invited, so we just saw it on TV. It was a little bit of a surprise. Pretty cool. I actually saw the singer of uh, writer. And producer of said theme song, Sean Edward, at the Comedy Store Saturday night. Oh, did you Friday go? night. Friday night. Uh, he was up there, so I went and saw him. Did you hang out with him for a while? We had a couple drinks on the front patio. I met his lovely fiance, who's also from my town, as well as him. Did you tell him about the people how they love the theme song? Uh, we didn't really talk theme song, but uh, <laughs> should have been. I would have thought I that forty percent of the conversation would be theme song related. I send him the snippets on Twitter when people do comment on okay. it. I email them to him, say like, people it. really love this theme song. I don't know. He's just like doesn't really say much. Uh, <laughs> I don't. Know. <laughs> if it's on his life accomplishments hey man it's it could be. people are listening people yeah. are listening to your art it could be he's getting the band back together uh, his band back together. dude who the hell's watching the mtv movie slash tv awards now as you just filling me in that they do tv now uh, uh millennials who say literally I, I don't think millennials are watching it i don't know who the fuck i mean somebody is I don't know. Not me. I don't, I don't think like, I don't think they want me or you. Do you, you remember to watch. how fucking MTV or like MTV meant used to mean something? It's used crazy, to mean man. a ton. Yeah. I fucking. remember when I was a kid, uh, my brother and I, we had a babysitter and we snuck out of our rooms and watched our uh babysitter, this woman named Sharon, who had like huge eighties hair. And she was watching the thriller video on MTV, and I don't know if it was when it just came out or if like it was just. You think it was when it came out? It just came out. You'd have been like, yeah, I guess. I mean, I, I what was it? Eighty four. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I was, I was young, but I do yeah. remember it, and I remember just watching from the stairs. Like it was. It was. I remember in the nineties staying up because they were going to air the uncensored prodigy. Smack my bitch up video at 1 a.m. And me and my buddy stayed up because they <laughs> someone said there was going to be titties. And I think they did show titties. But that's, they, that's, and they got in trouble, I think. That's pre-internet because you wouldn't need that at all. These well, days. I also had a fucking 50, <laughs> probably 500 uh, VHS porno tape sitting in my house. But there's nothing like seeing it when it's not supposed to be seen on basic I cable. I guess it's like skipping school. It's like you're beating yeah. the system. It's the same thing you're watching. Remember USA when you would watch those shitty movies? And you know there wasn't titties. But deep down, you just hope that maybe somebody just slipped a little titty in there. Gilbert Godfrey would host some yeah. of those things. He hosted a lot. He was like the spokesman for USA. Remember remember the Saturday mornings where they have the USA fucking trade commercial? Yeah, that, would go? that was the Cartoon <laughs> Express. Yeah. I remember the Cartoon Express well. The blue, uh, what was his name? The Blue Falcon? He was a crime fighter. I don't remember. I don't remember. I just, I always remember that, the train and the, and the sound. It's a real throwback. Anyway, let's got, start the show. I got some housekeeping up front. All right. Housekeeping. Uh, new listener, Matt, came over from the Birdcast, left a review in, in short order. Welcome aboard. John Goings, uh, he had a problem. He was on vacation in Roatan. I saw that. And uh, he left his phone with hours of our greatest podcast. He said that he left him on a beach, and he thinks we're going to blow up in South America. Well, he said those capuchins took him. He thinks, he said there were capuchins everywhere. He believes they, they may be listening to it, or he thinks somebody has I, it. They might have. I don't think they're going to be good at spreading the word. They could be. <laughs> we'll see. I don't think they are. You know they're monkeys, right? 
I'm aware. You know? <laughs> I'm aware of what also, they are. Also, John, uh, what were they? Were they like white face capuchins? Were they? Uh, are you asking pro- me? No, I'm asking John. Well, John's not here. <laughs> yeah, but John's listening. He, he might is. as well be. John, we're right now. Yeah, I'm in John's, gonna, I'm in John's gonna, head right but now. But he's not going to answer you right away. <laughs> but he'll send me an email. Yeah. Fill me in. Okay. That's all I'm asking for. One tried to claim his daughter as a, as its own, and then one stole his mother-in-law's Coca-Cola. Dude, you can't leave Coca-Cola. As a man who's been around monkeys recently, you can't leave a, a Coca-Cola bottle around and within their These places vic- with monkeys vicinity. everywhere sound terrifying to me. I'm not going to mince words Dude, here. if you're afraid of birds, I think you'd be... Oh, monkeys are terrifying. And, w- and then when Sharp you see... Teeth. And then if you go into some areas where they have bigger monkeys... They'll be jerking off on you if you fall asleep in the sun. Oh, you wouldn't... Dude, sometimes there's like a group of 20 dude, that fucking so- run on a roof and make all this noise and jump by... Uh, dude, I would dive under a car. You would shit your pants. I would. Not from the food. No. From the monkey From sightings. the fear. Yeah. I'd throw my shit at them to make them eat it. Yeah, they'd catch it and throw it back at you. <laughs> They're like, hey, this is an amateur hour. We throw shit all the time, pussy. <laughs> Uh, a lot of people sent me this on Twitter. Punky Carlos, I believe, had, uh, he was heading up the parade. Oh, is this? Daddy 05 has allegedly, well, he has not allegedly, he's he lost custody to the two kids he had with his uh, the other wo- woman. Yeah. Uh, but it was like an emergency order, so it may not, he can appeal it. Well, like, he has to go to court yeah. and prove, but. So justice has been served. But you know what I was thinking and uh, I don't know if we discussed this, but it seems to be kind of obvious now that I think about it in hindsight, is that he had two kids from before, and so in comes this new woman, and I think she was pushing her kids to be the dominant kids and, like, let's have them abuse these other kids. No, dude, I watched it, so I dug deeper on this video. Uh, you went in deep. And I went real deep, and uh, I found the videos of these kids this this dad, I mean, I th- they're both guilty. Uh, this mom didn't push anything. Dude, I saw this dad, uh, the kid, he was doing like a webcam thing. The kid tried to touch the keyboard, and the dad fucking hammer fisted his fucking arm r- right on the table. Jesus. And then I saw the older kid body slam the child on the ground, of, like the younger kid who's probably like six or seven. Jesus. Then I saw the father playing a game with the kids and whoever lost had to be slapped in the face. He made the young one slap a five-year-old girl. That was the one I talked about. Yeah. Well, I saw it and it was more disturbing than in the written word. I mean, he slapped her fucking, the dad was like, you got to hit her and fucking just belted her. And the girl starts bawling. I mean, so I watched all those videos and then they also blame uh, that Philip DeFranco, the YouTube uh, personality. Yeah. Because he's the guy that I guess broke this story. Like, this is child abuse. Okay. And so he, the, the father and the mother were claiming DeFranco was responsible for people sending him death threats. Oh. I guess he said somebody tried to run his wife off the road with his kids and he's blaming DeFranco and then DeFranco did like a 15 minute rebuttal where he showed all of this abuse and he's like, fuck you guys. You guys brought this on yourself, you yeah. stupid fucks. He just called attention to it. Yeah. You're the one who did it. He's the one who saved these kids' lives. Look at your own actions. Yeah. The silver lining is the father has sweet hoop earrings, but... I can't believe that it was allowed to go on this long. And dude, the, the, this... YouTube I, parents, should be ashamed of themselves. Yes, for not really policing should. this. It's weak. I mean, I know you have a lot of shit, but you cracked down on swear words, as we said last yeah. week, and you let this bullshit 
go on for so long. I'm not Shame for policing, you. policing shit, but when there's children involved, you have no choice. Look, if you, and especially because you went after fucking vulgarity. Yeah. Come on. Of all things, in 2017. Yeah. It's a bunch of bullshit, YouTube. But yeah, it was. If you have a chance, go look at that guy's rebuttal video, and he shows he, he saves. Like, not only did he save it, but people were sending him the videos that were pulled down because everybody fucking, uh, whatever, these guys grab those videos and save them in a fucking yeah. bunker somewhere. Then uh, we got a slew of Guy Fieri feedback. Michael, listener Michael, said he blocked Guy Fieri for making a turn while he had the, had the podcast <laughs> playing in his vehicle. Said his parents live around the corner from old Guy in Santa Rosa. What? Yeah, said he was driving in the neighborhood. Guy was in the weenie wagon. Dude, we might have to go stay at this guy's house and stake out Guy Fieri's fucking... <laughs> we might have to... I might have to ride out with a bicycle in front of his Lamborghini and get hit. Then, uh, speaking of his, his sweet cars, Jerry McFly, the Forrest Gump of all things Danish and O'Neill. This uh, guy literally has his finger on the pulse of everything we love. <laughs> Roloffs. Yeah. Guy Fieri. Yeah. The Diaz brothers. He's, he <laughs> has it all. The hat trick. His buddy Cody, my buddy, texted him saying he just saw Fieri in the most obnoxious yellow drop top Ferrari. Of course, uh, of course. There's no word whether it was slathered in donkey sauce or not. Uh, what if Jerry, though, just lies about all this shit and he's really from, like, Ohio and his father doesn't know Roll Well, if that's true, Jerry, Jerry you, I don't want to know. Do not tell me the truth, then, because I want to I live in this lie that you've created. Lastly, uh, Johnny sent an article about a traffic cop who ticketed. This is a, a hero, this traffic cop. Ticketed Fieri's Flavor Town ride while he was filming in San the Francisco. Weenie Mobile, his <laughs> convertible, whatever he called it. Really? That. Yeah. Right. And you just fucking you face. Sh- they show like a PA and probably what it's looks. Like, no, don't do yeah, that. Like what looks to be a producer, and they're guy, like, "Guy's gonna beat me with donkey yeah, sauce." Like freaking out, and like the picture circles the Flavor Town license plate. And I was like, "Give that motherfucker no ticket." Yeah. If anyone can pay, we it. might. If we could get, if we could find that cop, we should have that cop on the show. It might be. Uh, <laughs> Maybe Salzuno from bordering. bordering. No, Salzuno's a plain clothes officer. That's Who knows? Detective but maybe Hayes. You should have the goddamn respect. Fine, that Salzuno. Maybe, maybe it's Lizuno, his ex-wife. Yeah, who's a meter maid. Um, I, I apologize, a parking attendant. What's what do they call them? Parking enforcement. Meter maids. That's, that's the N word of, of their job. Well, that I meter maided <laughs> it up. Uh, somebody also sent uh, that. The Westville Correctional Facility had a breakout, and yeah, they wanted to know if you were headed back, and that's right near you, right? Uh, that's like you can see the from my farm. You see the correctional facility. It's about a mile away. I told people that you were considering going back for it. I wish that he would have broken into whoever's living at our farm and done stuff there. That would be great. Because uh, I don't like the people that live on the farm right now. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh oh. Another yet another follow up. This is a big follow up week. Buffalo Bill chimed in. Uh, the woman, the giant rabbit, United Air- Airlines yeah. crisis. She's saying they cremated the rabbit unlawfully. No permission. What? She's saying there's foul play involved here. Oh, my God. How deep is this going to go? <laughs> I don't know. This lady really bucking for a promotion up there. <laughs> Listen, the, they cre- well, what were they supposed to do? Call the owner and be like. She wanted the autopsy like we were saying. Oh, she wanted an autopsy. I don't know. <laughs> Who's supposed to pay for the autopsy? <laughs> I, I guess United. I don't know. It's your fault for growing giant rabbits. I got to be honest with you. And shipping them, as we've said. Your mother would be so ashamed of you right now. 
My mother would not want ladies <laughs> growing giant rabbits and shipping them via mail. These are celebrity to, to celebrity no, deals. They never made it to his hands. <laughs> the ownership was never taken. Does he get the ashes? He paid. Who's going to give him his maybe money? Maybe he probably back? has maybe... Uh, or her. I don't know who well, it is. Dude, that might be one big rabbit foot to put on your keychain. I think the celebrity... That's like a, that's like a size four shoe. I'm going to say the celebrity is Angeline. If you live in the LA area, you know who dude, I'm talking I about. Dude, I swear to God... No matter where I am, I run into her three times a week. Maybe you're destined to meet her. I think she works at Albertsons because her car is parked there. <laughs> One could only hope. Look at every day, but I haven't seen her. She's like a local. I don't even know. What do you call her? Like a, She's like a... I think she had a trust fund or something. A I don't socialite, know. I guess. I, I don't even know that. She drives She's, a pink Barbie Corvette and but says it, Angeline on the license yeah, plate. Yeah, but it's for sale. And but every has, year she gets a new one or every model, every time they change the model. Um, or redesign it, she gets a new one. But I don't know how she affords it. I'm going to go out on a limb and say she's had some work done over Dude, the years. she is... <laughs> she could be she, I don't want to say it. She's not, but, dude, she. You, try, you don't. You want to see her from far away. I tried so. to say it as del- delicately as I could. I don't she, she could be 80. Feelings. She could be 80 years could old. Could be 80, yeah. Her titties aren't 80. The problem is that she does put herself out for public display. So That's true. I, 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 she buys billboards. She's run for local government. There, I, I, I feel like stunts. you can criticize her because she does, and she does wear very skimpy clothing for a she does ninety four year old woman. Ah, uh, the lady who cuts my hair, Janet. If you're listening, what's up, Janet? Ah, uh, she cuts Earl Skakel's hair as well. I'm not sure if she does his pubes. Oh, yeah. Uh she Angeline gives out like. She does like contests to win a ride with her in my yeah. Hair lady. You, normally she charges for rides. Well, my hair lady like really like, f- like finds her like amusing and like a, and, like yeah. Ironic. She's inter- she yeah. is entertaining. Like I, laughing at her. She sort of has way. made herself iconic. Like kind of. But she's you know for self promotion. She's it's an interesting thing that she's created. So she won the ride, but then she talked to somebody else who had in quotes won the ride, and you. So these rides you don't pay for, but then at the end she starts whipping out like headshots and other oh items my God. and starts making you pay. And In like, the car? And you can't leave. And she's like, you got to pay me $15 for this. You're like, no Wait, way. What? <laughs> well, so, so she didn't do the ride? No. So, But what then, did, what did the guy do, say? What, what is the ride? What do you talk about? And then when she didn't do the ride, some weirdo like from her camp called her. I was like, why do you want to do the ride? Like, like freaking out that she wouldn't take the ride. And but what like, do you what talk about in the ride? What Who do you knows? do? Where do you drive? Maybe her driveway. I don't know what you do. Oh my god! But then they hawk this fucking merchandise on you. I saw four gay dudes stop her in the middle of the road when she was driving down Lexington. They ra- they saw her coming and they're like, "Stop, Angelina! We love you!" Jeez. Jeez. <laughs> and they chased. They were talking to her in the window. Like, oh my god, I can't believe these. They stop. pay her. That, that cost you thirteen dollars. Yeah, for a conversation. For a stop. A traffic stop. Conversations an extra five. Jesus. Um, and then. Noah sent me this. This is from Twitter. It's a Seagal heavy week. I gotta Dude, be honest. I got first. Be, yeah. First though, before we get to the main course, here's a quick hors d'oeuvre. Uh, there was. Oh, this is via Noah Snyder's Twitter account. I forget who sent it to me. And this guy is like a verified. Uh, forget what news organization he works for, but he's like in Moscow, I think. Okay. And so it was a picture of a Russian paper. Uh, that said Stevens it, it was like something in Russia next to it and it, the, it was about Seagal opening a Georgian yeah Uzbek a, fusion restaurant in Moscow and he's like holding a cat yeah and oh Max Max sent this to me which everybody knows that Uzbek 
Coke fusion is the hottest trend. In it's real hot in right now. Very fat industry. Go straight to your tits. I got sent that, and I got sent the article by about fifty people. Thanks for sending my email. Uh, Twitter blew up it with, with Seagal news, and luckily Barb was on vacation. Every Cinco de Mayo, she flies to Tijuana, yeah. to defend her wet T-shirt contest championship. Did she win? Uh, she is yet again. You can't defeat those areolas. I gotta she, be honest. But she's you. a crowd favorite at this point, so it's hard for yeah. For home, any hometown new, hero, hometown hero coming home. Got a lot of family <laughs> and friends. Coming hometown girl makes good. Comes home. <laughs> yeah. Defense title. They're all fans of the podcast. Goes back to America. And so, thank you, Barb. Was uh, out of the country working, and if it weren't for you, faithful listeners, who uh, I mean, I literally got it a, a lot. But I appreciate everyone who sent it. Because uh, we need Seagal news. If anybody needs to report on it, it's us. Yeah. And we almost missed out on it. It's big. Uh, So let's get to it, what they said. I mean, the main news isn't Seagal's opening this restaurant. I mean, which is big news. But yeah, but let's go. Let's let's just just jump to the... You're burying the headline here. The real headline is... Is Seagal has been banned from the country of Ukraine. Yeah. Because he's, he's, he's viewed as a threat. Is it na- a threat to national security? <laughs> he's been banned. Ukraine, we applaud you wildly. It's about time. But I think you should... Don't hide under the guise of uh, being a uh, national security risk. I think you should just say, we don't want you here because you're a piece of shit. <laughs> like, I would have more... <laughs> I have a lot of respect for you, but I would wish that you would just get to the meat and potatoes and be like, we don't want a piece of shit like you to ever come to our country. But don't you think that's kind of uh, like it's, behind the behind yeah, it? They, they hit under like a bureaucracy to get the point across. They're trying to be civil. I know, but I wish I want one country to come out and just say, fuck you. We don't like you. And we're not going to come into this country anymore. He uh, he can't get into the country for five years. He's out <laughs> for five. Wait, what's the what's going to happen after five years? They may reconsider. <laughs> I hope they re-up it another five person. Dude, but what what happens if Russia might get so pissed that they take Ukraine back? Is it just me or should we be more worried that Russia's like in every election that's going on these days? You know what you should be worried about is that there's only three Americans that are the closest to Putin and one of them is fucking Steven Seagal. That's what you should be the most worried about. It's, it's worrisome. He could influence Putin's, like whether he would invade America I think Vlad. Seagal could really have a, a really weigh in heavily on that. Vlad, can I talk to you for a minute? <laughs> this Ukraine thing really bothers me. I think he, I could see Putin blowing up Ukraine just because uh, Seagal, his feelings are hurt about this. I've been a Russian soldier for the last 38 years. I'm also a meter maid. <laughs> Gaffieri, I need some tips on Uzbek. And uh, what was the other one? <laughs> what did we? What did we? What was last time we were saying? What if Seagal for like thirty years was? Uh, oh, he was a fucking security guard somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> um. So he can't get in five years. Uh, the the services they had a press secretary who confirmed this to media. He came Dude, out to talk. Can about you this. believe that this fucking guy, <laughs> this actor, actor? Is this guy is making national news? Inter- World global news. International news. Global news. I oh, mean, for, for this. I he's mean, such a joke in this country. It's part of amazing. me doesn't want anyone to report on it, but the other part of me, I'm torn, really Look torn Look at him on right this. there in that video, pledging allegiance, it seems, to Putin. Yeah, in Russia, use your uh, 
No, that's his right hand. Yeah, I yeah that's correct. Left. Correct form. Yeah. Uh, so this uh, decision they said is made when a person's committed socially dangerous actions, which I mean, a lot of his movies can be considered socially dangerous and walking around with those huge nips that could poke an eye out. And a kimono. It's yeah. a dangerous article of clothing to walk in. Well, and it's socially dangerous because someone could step on a step on it. and Also, trip. you can have concealed boners not, and people not know it. Some people say that Seagal, they feared, would uh, eat out some of their food supply. <laughs> that eat out their women. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they have to worry about that. Uh, would you mind? I would like to eat your pussy. I want to see your, your women's... Uh, how good they feel on my goatee. Can you spread your shing pie? I want to spread the women's cheeks. That's be, socially dangerous. If he did that, that's the, and then he's going to my territory. And uh, it says that, and it's also actions that have, that contradict the interests of maintaining Ukraine security. This guy's a security <laughs> what risk. The, what is he doing? We're just walking in to their fucking the equivalent of their Pentagon and just I like, don't know. Uh, where's the drinking fountain? There's no news on if Dillman's been banned or not. You would think Chi would be. Dude, I think Dillman's dead. You think Dillman's dead? Yeah, Dillman's dead. How dare you? First of all, I legends would, never die. I, my I would just like to make this announcement: Steven Seagal is banned from the Danish and O'Neill podcast. We tried with him, and you're banned, Seagal, for yeah. more than five years. And I got, you're banned forever. Yeah, lifetime ban. Don't even try to get on the show. Yeah, we don't need you, Seagal, and we think you're a traitor. Yeah, we're with Ukraine. We stand with Ukraine on we this. Definitely, you, you, Ukraine, Ukraine, Ukraine. I'm going to give Sagal a Ukraine kick. <laughs> he can't gonna, defend against Sagal. Ukraine. Uh, it says the move comes after Sagal received citizenship in Russia, which we covered. Uh, he, which has backed separatists and a simmering conflict in eastern Ukraine. Of uh, Vlad Putin handed Seagal a Russian passport, told him he hoped their personal relationship will remain and continue. <laughs> what? The, what did I, man, this is. I would just love. I would love to see them both riding shirtless on a one horse, just talking. It could politics. happen. Ukraine. I'd like to see them watching one of Seagal's movies, topless, and, and, and Putin's, Putin's like, like drive-through yeah. theater and his fucking. And Putin's like the. Uh, the acting is very strong in this. This acting, Stephen, is very good. Uh, I, I, I'm an actor. Yeah, how do you say uh, Shingpai? In Russian. Putin's like, what? <laughs> the Ukraine, uh, they're getting crazy. They previously banned Russia's entry to the Eurovision Song Contest that Kiev is hosting next week. Take that, wow. Russia. Wow. You yeah. can't get in. Yeah, you're not coming in. <laughs> you can't all because in. Seagal. You blame Seagal for all of this. You want to go to there? You can't. Which, what's weird is this article that most people seem to find there was you know this became a huge story but uh, it says Seagal the star of the 1992 hit Under Siege it cites as like, hey there's been some hits since <laughs> as well as straight to video films such as Kill Switch Out for a Kill and Driven to Kill where where's Out for Justice yeah I mean, come on yeah Seagal's where's Under piece, Siege too Seagal's a piece of shit but let's at least give him his due man. That's but I craziness. mean, uh, those straight to videos sound good. They all have kill in them. Yeah, of course you got to have kill. Uh, they say Seagal is eating carrots with Europe's last dictator, Alexander Lukashenko in Belarus. Uh, uh, people send us videos of that. This is the best carrot I've ever had. It is also the first. <laughs> I, 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 what, I've never put an object uh, this long in my mouth. How do you say uh, beta carotene? How do you say good for your eyes and shing pie? <laughs> 
Speaking of carotene, we got to talk about carotene. Oh, he's crazy. Hold on, though. We're not done. He, re- he rode on a horse in a suit of armor at the Nomad Games in Kyrgyzstan. Yeah, what? how big a suit of armor was How this? big was the horse? What the fuck did that they... That better have been a Clydesdale. <laughs> what barn roof did they use the metal from to build the suit of armor for this guy? They said it was uh, a Humvee, a military-grade Humvee they that de- they just de- put over his body. <laughs> <laughs> they need two of them. <laughs> One for each titty. Uh, I apologize to the owners of these vehicles. Uh, this suit of armor is actually would have fit like a small man in medieval times. I look like Optimus Prime. <laughs> he was a great actor. <laughs> I like any machine that can act. And uh, he took part in a traditional dance while visiting Chechnya. Oh, I would love to see a traditional dance with Zagalan. Oh, you never saw it? No. Oh, I saw it. The, no, the traditional dance? Oh, yeah. No. Looks like a dancing bear. Yeah, he, he is a dancing bear. <laughs> he took part in a traditional dance while visiting Chechnya's strongman, old Ramzan Kadriov. Oh, we, we, I, <laughs> we know him. I know that guy. Lightweight, baby. He ain't nothing but a peanut. Yeah, yeah let me find it, that it, for it, you. It ain't nothing but a bowl of borscht. <laughs> ain't nothing but the bull penis. <laughs> ain't nothing but Russian boulder. <laughs> 800 solid-ass pounds. <laughs> Light kilograms. <laughs> Uh, what the fuck? Yeah. Was he jamming out? Oh, yeah. He's loving it. Here, I mean, does he have any this? moves? You really never saw this? this? Let me see. <laughs> you doing like martial arts. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, he's, doing he's like, beating his chest. He looks oh, like an my ape. God. He looks like an ape. Yeah, he looks like a gorilla in a zoo. <laughs> he's doing like hand slapping. And then he gives her a bow. Is he wearing jeans? How gassed is he at the end of this? Dude, that's not even real. <laughs> I guarantee it. This is all improvised. This isn't real. But he's, I get no one will mean? tell it's him. Not real. But nobody, no, no, this isn't, that's not the real dance. Oh, of course. But nobody, it's not no, the real I'm dance. saying, nobody will have the balls to go up and say, you look like a fucking asshole. He looks like insane. He looks like someone let him out of like a fucking insane. He looks like an old man that's trying to dance at a wedding. <laughs> slapping his titties. And he looks like up. a fucking moron. Why is he slapping his body? You got because I think a titty jiggle is is a part of the custom. Or maybe they were popping out of the bra, and that was his way oh, of like trying to hide them back it. In. Yeah, like, like hey, not, nothing to see here, women of Chechnya. I don't. Yeah, that's not a traditional Chechnya. They literally looks like a dad who's who's drunk <laughs> at his daughter's wedding, and he's in his mid. It looks like a guy who has no coordination. Like it doesn't look like he's a martial artist. The way Dude, he's, he's not a martial artist. And I'll, hey, Seagal, you're not a martial artist. You're a disgrace to the community. Are you banning him from the martial arts? Yeah, he's banned from martial arts. <laughs> uh, it says Seagal's outspoken support for Putin and his policies have earned the, uh, the enmity of Ukrainian authorities. 2014, uh, the actor called Russia's annexation of Crimea from Ukraine very reasonable. Oh, here, either way, yeah, way to get involved in global politics. He later played with his blues band. He uh, played with his dick. Is what the Mojo Priest, is that the name? Yeah. At a concert in Crimea put on by a pro-Putin biker club with the flag of Eastern Ukraine separatists flying on stage. What? They, they didn't really enjoy that. Dude, I feel like Putin would make uh, force people at gunpoint in villages. They would raid villages and say, you have to go watch Mojo Priest perform. He's my friend. <laughs> it, it'll be if his feelings less, will be hurt if nobody shows up. Anything less than fifty thousand will be a bad show. Literally, military just fucking goes in and forces you out of your home to a Mojo Priest concert, and then it's gonna be. Thank you all. What for, an honor for 
is a great honor for me. I just shit pied my pants. <laughs> Such a large crowd. His ass is so big <laughs> that he could just keep the shit in there and it wouldn't leak into his underwear. Yeah. Uh, 2015, Seagal was included in a proposed blacklist of foreign cultural figures who speak out in support of violating the territorial integrity and sovereignty of Ukraine. So they've been thinking about this for a while, <laughs> along with French actors. But also that, you know what? Look, uh, that makes me mad that they actually spent a certain amount of time speaking about Seagal and judging his his safety and, or his uh, appeal to national security. And uh, he was on the blacklist with French actor and Russian citizen Gerard Depardieu. Yeah. Uh, he's also a, a Ruski now. Well, yeah. Because he won't pay his fled. taxes. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't pay those French taxes either. Fuck that. That's crazy. It's like 60%. Uh, Ukraine later banned Depardieu was also blacklisted more than 100 Russian films. I like where they're going. I like where their head's at right now. Yeah, I mean, it's total censorship, but cultural, it, it's, it's the it's the first censorship that makes sense. Cultural war with Moscow continued this year when Kiev banned Russia's, uh, this is the te- the Eurovision entrant, Yulia Semo- Semolova, for performing in Crimea. Semolova plans to give another concert in Crimea when the contest is held uh, in May. Oh, Crimea River, man. So, Come on. Uh, that's that. Seagal's been banned. Stay good. the fuck out of you, Chris. Stay good. The, stay the fuck out of Malibu, Lebowski. Good. More for you and me. Yeah. So, hey, Seagal, we can go to Ukraine. You can't. How's that feel? <laughs> yeah. And we can be on our own podcast and you can't. That probably feels even worse. Yeah, I bet it does. When I uh, reached for a comment on the story, here's what Dillman had to say. Oh, <laughs> so he still got it from his nursing home. Make it look good. Make and, it look dangerous. And then when reached, yeah, they'll love you. When reached for comment, here's what Steve Seagal had to say for himself to the Ukraine. And I used to tell the guys, and they say, "Well, can we come as hard as we can?" I'd say, "Yeah, you go as hard as you can, but keep in mind, the harder you come, the harder he's coming back." Yeah, I think you know. I was looking at a, a an actor. Yeah. <laughs> he should be banned from every country just for the pronunciation yeah. of the word actor. We really need to get a little stiffer on. I mean, it's weird that we're banning all these immigrants, but we still let Seagal walk freely and speak to world leaders. I say we say if you love Russia, you got to pick. He's a you, traitor. He you, should be executed. You tear up. He one. should be executed. <laughs> And char- he should be charged with treason, and he should be executed by firing squad. I say, they say to him, you tear up one of those passports on live TV, and you st- <laughs> if it's the U.S., then you're out of here. You go live in That's Russia. crazy. You go eat some carrots. Oh, an actor. Thank you for this armor, Vlad Putin. It's going to be hard to get back in my bags. How sweaty was that fucking armor that he was wearing after... <laughs> They probably have, Putin probably has guys wiping his under titties off the sweat during this ceremony. Thank you for dabbing my nipples off. I really needed that. It is very hot here at the Krasanistan Games. Thank you, Constantine. You are a noble servant. That's the thing where he said he went there and he was so humbled because they brought him out as like the greatest martial artist of all time. Oh, that was the thing where he was flipping. You mean the gymnastics uh, display that he put on? (laughs) Yeah, and he was so humbled by it. Oh, yeah. You know, I was actually impressed with how well those guys could do somersaults. (laughs) Fucking guy. I want to go in there. Whatever. It's a waste of our time. All right, let's move on. There, uh, in other news, um, so Dancing with the Stars has this uh, baseball player, retired baseball player, 
Played for the Red Sox. Well, I think he was like a journeyman. Oh, yeah, catcher. I saw this guy. Oh, I saw it. Yeah. A great story. Barb sent me this, but then uh, the, the girls. Uh, someone named Jackie, I believe, sent me the this. girl. Was a, she's an attractive young lady. All the I mean, the females they have, the people they pair you up with on. Yeah. There, nothing to nothing to you're uh, talking about when they were doing a little practicing. So they, so here's what happens. I, I believe his name is Cody Ross. He won his World Series with the Cubs and he rode off into the sunset. Now he's doing Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. And he has a hot to trot dance partner and they're doing, uh, I guess you had to be assigned like a movie theme. So they got like sci-fi salsa, which makes absolutely no sense. And they put like laser beams on there. So while they're rehearsing, he has to do some fucking, uh, he's like car. He basically, what's that movie they do in that figure skating movie where the guy almost kills the girl. Do you know what I'm talking about? Blades of glory. No, the other one, like the serious. Oh, the one with, uh, uh, Sweeney and, uh, what was the move they were trying? The oh, Pamchenko? Uh, hard Edge or... Uh, re, uh, <laughs> yeah, something Edge. Yeah, remember the move they were trying? And the guy kept like... Skater's Edge. Almost Skater's Edge. edge. <laughs> Sounds like a shitty skateboard movie from the 80s. Gleam in the Cube. <laughs> That's a great one. Skater die, bro. So they're practicing some crazy move where he has to like... Basically, well, basically her, 69s are yeah, and she has in to the like, air. And she has to like flip over, though. Yeah, it's like a cartwheel, but he stops in the middle of the 69er. <laughs> and he drops her on her asshole hard. Uh, before what? Oh, before well, the first attempt. Yes. He didn't drop her. She fucking fell hard on her side. On like her I ass, thought she broke of. her fucking arm. And so then the next attempt, he nails it. And she fucking does like a split while they're doing the 69. And if, obviously, he's holding her up, not the opposite way around, which yeah. would be impressive. And she beefs one hard. Big old queefer right, <laughs> right in his face, like yeah. in his mouth. And he just falls to the ground and he does start die laughing. Dude, I'd be kind of <laughs> mad if somebody juiced a beefer in my face. He's, he's like, that was right in my microphone. Yeah, <laughs> it was right in your mouth. He definitely tasted it. You that. know what? Here's my, here, here, I have here's two things on this. Uh, well, actually, one thing. I hate how people are like, oh, farts are lowbrow. And then you see it on a network show and people are loving it. He loved it. He was loving he it. Was, and she was loving it. I mean, she really, I think she ripped one intentionally. I think she had a beef, a juicy beefer ready to go. And as soon as she spread those legs, it was like a, it was just a fucking you lever. It was just a release lever. I think a lot of times when you're like, it's like uh, the fire fl- flume. You're really getting air in and out of that butthole. She was doing a lot of. Uh, no, nah, dude. She. It was right after lunch. <laughs> to get in the salsa theme, they just had like a bean burrito each, and she just. It was a juicy ripper right into the face for dropping her. <laughs> it is it was mouth. payback. Well, she said in the interview right after he dropped me on my butt. She goes, "I think my butt's mad at him and got revenge." That yeah, was her she comment. Knew. She's she's down with it. She knows what's <laughs> funny. She knows what good comedy is. Asshole's the greatest comedian of all time. But if you were, if that were your girlfriend, would you be? I able- would, I, we wouldn't be dating anymore. <laughs> on national TV, you're ripping farts in people's she didn't faces. Do it on purpose. She did it on purpose. <laughs> Dude, that it was, was intentional. Oh, you—that's the most well-timed <laughs> fart I've ever seen in my life. Dude, it's a ha- it's a hazard. Nobody's sixty. Oh, you're in a sixty-nine. Legs come open. Soon as they are wide open, just rip her right there. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> And boom, right in the face. I don't know. I mean, it was it was something to behold. She really beefed one. Yeah. She be I mean, right in his mouth. You can get conjunctivitis from that. No, you can't. <laughs> That's how Houdini died, a fart in the face. Somebody farted on his stomach? Yeah. And it burst his appendix? Yeah. <laughs>
was the deadliest fart of all it's time. Dillman probably killed him with a T-ball to the abdomen. Whoa. We may want to look into that. Could be. Dillman, where were you? We'll have to find the day <laughs> of Houdini's death. Or when it happened. When did he die? Did he die in the early 1900s? I don't know. Mid Maybe Dillman stole some 20s? of the secrets. Probably. <laughs> I can't believe she ripped one. TV. By the way, you can see how a lot of spouses aren't happy when they're uh, the other one goes on that show. You can see how intimate they get with these yeah. dancers. And there's been rumors of some... Uh, some tomfoolery. Psycho Mike, I believe, has said he was porking yeah. around with some of the women on there. Uh, yeah. Well, you know what? Here's the problem that... wonder how Mr. T's doing. He's on there right now. Is he? Yeah. Oh, I saw him on the Late Night. I was wondering, why Why is he on Late Night? What <laughs> yeah, the fuck what, is this guy he? promoting? <laughs> what the fuck is he doing? I ain't never going to get banned from Ukraine. Because <laughs> <laughs> remember, it always used to be like, it's about the kids. Well, you got to talk about the kids. Seagal's a piece of shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know when you're involved with someone that's like in the entertainment business, you always are going to have to worry about, they're going to have to do like intimate stuff with people of the opposite sex. Well, and like it's anytime, bad. anything that's like, you know, you're on a movie set or you're like, it's just a lot of time being spent together. So it's like. But you, I mean, I what I worry about the most is because I have to deal with this is like eventually there's going to be like a sex scene yeah that uh but then you get to do a sex scene well of course i full that, penet- that was the that's, <laughs> that's the threat always the full <laughs> penetration i go i because i've always you know nobody wants to see their uh ladies titties get sucked even if it's acting or not <laughs> but i said well then you, I, the good news is that i'm a writer and a director and I can act in the stuff. So I might just have to write a quit sex scene where people just walk by and see people having God fuck action. And I'll just be the people in the window. <laughs> That's not a bad deal. Yeah. There's uh, there's international news right now that I don't think a lot of people know about. This is going to be the first time the Danish and O'Neill show covers an election, but it's for good reason. Bear with me on this. Oh, is this? Are you talking about France? I'm talking about France. Yeah, some crazy shit going on. Oh, you know this? I've I've saw the story. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get into it, shall we? Oh, sexual chocolate. They play so fine, don't you agree? I believe the children are our future. Thank you. There it is. There's the intro, and you'll know why I played that in a second. So it just came out today that Emmanuel Macron, he won the election against uh, that lady. Yeah. Um, so they, I guess they have like they do uh, they do rounds there, like they remember they do in Austria. They do. Yeah. Like, so he won the first round of the French election. Uh, he won obviously overall, and uh, he was with his elegant blonde wife Brigitte. Uh, so he said he turned, smiled at his wife, and thanked the most steadfast supporter of them all. He said she's always there, and what's more, without whom I wouldn't be me. Watching crowd chanted uh, its approval. Her name, they started chanting Brigitte, 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 going crazy for her. They also chanted Noxu Cow. <laughs> yeah, that. and then some guys came out <laughs> with fucking their hands wrapped with glass on yeah, them. That's part of the uh, yeah. show. The so, Tim Powell said, you bleed like Brigitte. <laughs> so Brigitte Macron, 64 years old. She's grandmother of seven and 25 years older than the fresh-faced 39-year-old Macron. It's France, man. But 
A lot of people said if you have a problem with that, that's like the exact age difference between Trump and Ivanka. He's 70. I don't have a problem with it. Some people were shitting on their relationship. But people shit on then Trump too yeah. for their relationship. Even better, it says in this article, perhaps they met when he was 15. No. And she was his married private school teacher <laughs> with a daughter the same age no. in the same class. It's France, man. So these, so these teachers that are fucking fifty-year-olds here could go. They to go France. To, they go to prison. Could be there. The first you could be lady. the first lady. First lady. You know what, man? And, and people. Well, that's Europe has a totally different view on all of that. By the way, it's like a <laughs> obviously, it's a fucking free. <laughs> this guy's been with her for fucking twenty-four years. Dude, this this woman is the first lady. She was a teacher who fucked the student. She's a pederast. <laughs> I love it. She's a pederast. I love but you it. know what? It's somehow when it's a woman, it's super cool. <laughs> if there were a dude. The article was I mean, saying, that they said if it was an old dude, man, yeah. you would be crucified. There's something creepier about it, and I don't know why. It's a double standard, but it just is. And this woman's the hero of all female pedophiles. Yeah, this is what every teacher that fucks a student aspires to They're be. They're like, he'll go on to be the president. They're like, I hope that this is a young presidential candidate i got news for you i don't think they are <laughs> nine times out of dude this lady won the pedophile lottery she really did with this guy this lady literally the pedophile lottery winner right there i wouldn't have known about it. i heard this just being like casually discussed on npr and i, was I like, saw Wait. the headline i didn't know that that i thought it was something crazy about the election i saw that there was like an old lady and this dude no it's his lady his wife what the fuck uh my, it's, my what my wife it said that brigitte's family the trojano respected chocolatiers in the northern french town of- <laughs> <laughs> dude only in france would you hear that only in france or switzerland would you hear respected chocolatiers well, there are some they're di- like oh watch out the respected chocolate <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't fuck with that family have you ever tasted their chocolate there's some disrespected <laughs> chocolatiers in some other towns they're like hey you're a piece of shit you don't carry them you know, you were a disgrace to the chocolatiering industry. <laughs> Stay the fuck out of our region. You're not respected. Stay the ch- fuck out of our chocolate factory. Your truffles like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Your truffles taste like my shit. <laughs> I got some fucking chocolate for you, but shit in my hand. Fucking throw your face. This is what your product looks like. You're not respected. Oh, you think your chocolate's good, do you? Oh, Come yeah. up to the northern part of France. Yeah, you should see how I stir the <laughs> batter. I don't even know how the fuck you make chocolate. You should see how I temper it, you piece of shit. <laughs> we use all oak wooden paddles. What are you using, metal? Uh, they coincidentally now specialize in mac... mac it says macarons. It's macarons? Mac- yeah, but there's only one O in this. Wow. I macaroons are weird because uh, I don't like them but his name but, but is no, Macron but, but, there, but there's a ton of different uh, I, I feel like it's a species of uh, I don't like it of whatever it is cookie-ish but they, but they come in if you get like a Japanese one they're different than what you get in like some sort of they're big for the Jewish holiday Passover never like and those are probably different than the ones that I'm thinking of these ones that are like coconut, coconut. yeah but some of them don't I don't, know. I don't know I don't know if it's just a form whatever I don't, that's like it stuck up on so, macaroons uh, the respected chocolatiers the Trojanos or the Trojanos <laughs> Trojanos chocolate <laughs> They did not immediately approve of the relationship with Macron when he was a young teenager. We well, can't just walk into it. Respected, respected chocolate. chocolatier family. They didn't know what way his chocolate was stirred. 
At one point, uh, according to a lot, do you tr- think that they all? Do you think being part of a respected chocolatier family is they they all have acne from eating so much chocolate? I think their skin breaks out. I think you have to they be like fucking just. You have to be at least three hundred pounds to be in a respected <laughs> chocolatier family. Oh my god! They're like, they're like they will not think the product is good if you are thin. Eh? But did you ever work with someone who's like dad or mom worked for a, a company that made something and then they just had that all over the house? Like that product that they had. Didn't you know a Burger King air? Yeah. Yeah, dude. He had a garbage sack, Ugh. a 55-gallon garbage oh, bag Jesus. of patties, of Burger King patties <laughs> at all times. And chicken. Unwrapped? Yeah, just in the garbage bag. <laughs> in the freezer. <laughs> you, If you want them, you just reach into the garbage bag and you throw them on the grill. Sounds horrible. So you think this guy just had, literally, there must be just chocolate everywhere. And all their pantries just full of fucking chocolate. Or maybe they hate it. They've gotten too close to it. But they can't sever their ties because that's where their money's coming from. They know where their bread is. They know where their chocolate, yeah. their bread is chocolated. They know where their <laughs> strawberries are chocolate covered. Uh, this is a legit, this is a fucking, this is the worst sentence possibly since when were we doing something with terrible writing recently on here? I forget what it was. Uh, it says, at one point, according to a local journalist with a long memory. <laughs> okay, really? <laughs> a local journalist with a long memory? What, the, what is he, an elephant? It says, what the fuck is this guy talking about? It says, the love affair created a pure scandal. Is that that takes a long memory to remember? <laughs> Dude, I didn't even know, and I had assumed that there was probably some sort of an uproar. Dude, with a long memory? What What a frivolous and wouldn't fucking we, item to add to and that. And wouldn't we assume he had a long memory because you're talking about something that happened a wouldn't while ago? Wouldn't it be like uh, a journalist who was around at that time fortunately a journalist who's never had concussions or memory loss or amnesia well the majority of our fucking journalists they don't they can't remember anything that we have another journalist who has a terrible memory but has kept a journal very accurate <laughs> we, went to his notes oh my <laughs> fucking God. morons uh the pair met because of la providence the imposing private school founded by devout jesuits and amiens that's the chocolate town where the fan her family was from this is Chocolate Town. You don't belong here. She was the extrovert, yeah. oh. Latin, French, and theater teacher. How much would Seagal Ooh. love to be there? Oh, this is oh, you're the chocolatiering family. Oh, I'd like to marry into your family. <laughs> I hear the chocolate is exquisite. I'd like to eat you out of house and home. <laughs> I'm, gonna... I'm a taster. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he would constantly take chocolate off the the off the fucking uh, the conveyor belt off the line. No, the conveyor and, belt would fall into his mouth. And his big joke would be, "I'm quality control." Yeah, <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here, you fucking asshole. They would check his kimono and just spill with chocolate out of the bottom. He'd have just big old chocolate nipples. He'd have those Hershey's kisses. Oh, it's hot in here. Why are your nipples? My nipples are melting because they're made out of chocolate. I can see him wanting, I want to have a life-size chocolate cigar made of my body. He wears a chocolate bra, a hard chocolate bra. I want to wear a chocolate kimono. I heard, I heard Putin sent him on United a six foot tall chocolate bunny, and it melted. <laughs> they euthanized it. <laughs> it melted, and they got rid of it. <laughs> oh, now it's even better because it's chocolate syrup. I'm gonna drink it. They threw it off the plane in India, and they thought it was duty. Yeah, it rained it was just out. chocolate. <laughs> uh, what a fucking. 
Oh, can you imagine him getting into this? Okay, so go on with this. So she was the extrovert Latin French in theater. Oh, you know, here's what they had to do. They had to add extrovert to it. Yeah. Oh, this is just, she's so crazy that she had to break convention and go with a 15-year-old and suck his dick. Dude, she's teaching Latin, French, and theater. Multi-talent, triple threat. Blonde hair in the style of Bridget Bardot, according to a later Paris Match account. Is that like the dating site, Paris Match account? <laughs> what? Paris Match account? I think it's it's like Paris Match, like their account. No, I know, but yeah. wait, but that, what a stupid, it's kind of a stupid name yeah. for uh, anything. She uh, had been married since the age of 20 to a local banker. Hot saluting guy. <laughs> Look at this. Hey, a hotshot banker. Yeah. <laughs> and the banker, she was fucking... <laughs> Some hot shot baker. And I pinned it on. <laughs> That's the best part. <laughs> Little Shawshank Redemption. He was 15. Elmo. Was Elmo, Elmo Blatch. He was 15, already steeped in the writings of French literary giants. Oh, okay. So he was so fucking mature, wasn't he? For that 15. <laughs> and she was such a wild yeah. fucking it's extrovert. Like, it's like a sitcom. The two souls were bound to just meet. Who do you, what's the first thing you think of, by the way, when I finish the sentence? He was 15. Already steeped in the writings of French literary giants like Andre. <laughs> Andre the Giant. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be great if it was. Like an autobiography of him or something. <laughs> Andre Jude. Uh, it says uh, he was a teenage prodigy. Oh, Mac- okay. Macron. They're building, the, they're trying to do everything they can to make this sound less fucking creepy. If it was a man, it would be like, he was a creepy motherfucker. Yeah. He was on the watch list. <laughs> he'd been, he he'd often, been spotted in bushes at night, hiding out, watching women undress from their bedroom window. While teaching, he would have a hand deep in his pocket, yeah, he, he rustling taught, around. He taught the Latin, <laughs> which is classic pedophile, <laughs> early pedophile lit. Language. But he also somehow was able to do scoliosis screenings on all the females. <laughs> and the girl was some innocent victim who didn't have, barely had an education. <laughs> uh, it has been said that Lawrence, is that his name? Lawrence Macron? Larry? Yeah, <laughs> Larry Macron. <laughs> hey, Larry, the daughter of Mademoiselle Ozier, as Brigitte then was, returned home from school one day raving. Oh, so this is Brigitte's daughter, who was his classmate. Oh, my God. Came this is, home now one, this is getting creepy. She came home one day raving about the talents of a classmate who was a crazy boy who knows everything. And what does mom say? Well, let me suck his dick and see see how talented he is. She said a crazy boy who knows everything about everything. And Brigitte's like, does he know how to lick my pussy? <laughs> Let's find out. <laughs> does his wiener get hard? <laughs> is it harder than the Dude, bankers? How crazy is this? So you're a, you're an adult. And then you end up with this kid who, when you meet him, will actually be taller if you stay. Like, this kid grew. Yeah. Like, he could have been shorter than her. And then by the time they got married, he was fucking taller There's a chance. I mean, depending on how developed. He may not have had much pubes. Yeah, she was like, when I first met him, he has two pubes. Now he has many pubes. (laughs) He's come a long way. and Now he's pleasant. (laughs) At one point... Dude, she's going to be measuring him on her fucking door, at her door Right cell, next to her own daughter. On her, on her fucking door frame. Right ne- when think- I met him, he was this tall. Right here, I have it written here. Think his plan was to go for the daughter, get into the house, but then infiltrate the mother. I guarantee you that the daughter, the mother, and him have all fucked at once together. <laughs> it's such a crazy... Yeah. They were chanting this woman's name in a political... <laughs> this is crazy. 
but somehow it's it's great. It's just oh fucking, man, you got. I give her a, a round of applause. I guess the teacher uh, Brigitte met him when the 15 year old Macron played the lead role in a school play Jacques and his master oh what what was the role of a very mature he was so mature that he got the role of fucking Caesar if you wanted to know that play is uh, by the deeply philosophical Czech emigre writer you know you French people can suck my dick because you fucking people and you're like oh we're so sophisticated yeah that's why you guys are still what happens you always have to fuck fuck around on your wife you know what we do in the US we do Greece every year yeah (laughs) Greece 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 guys and dolls West Side Story we love that era (laughs) why do they love that era we do cats we do a fucking musical about cats yeah we're class. It's people, grown people, dressed as cats. <laughs> people love it. Now they're doing the bodyguard with... Uh, I saw that. <laughs> I was like, what? Oh, by the way, side note here real quick. Gary Keeler played at the Greek Theater solo. He right A mile from me. How did we miss him? No, he... This summer. Oh, shit. This guy's playing for 5,000 fucking people is in what, a theater. Is what a peak and buy his tickets no, again? No, I'm not going. Oh, shit. I, I won't go, by the way. If anyone oh. buys his tickets, I will not be going to we this. Better, we better have... By the way, we can watch from the woods and, and throw stuff can we and run. Yeah, because they can't get to you because there's a fence. I like what I hear. Back to, um, right, go ahead. Back yeah. to the pedophilia that is ravaging. Well, I think they love it. I don't think they even care. No, because, dude, the French, I guarantee you... Uh, their view on pedophiles, I think, is like if you if a guy and like a a three year old get together, but their views on like two. very I think young two, I think three is you're fine. Like, it must be <laughs> okay. Right. It's okay. <laughs> Does she still wear? Is she do you drive around with her in a car seat or a regular seatbelt? <laughs> it says without any apparent bashfulness, uh, Macron asked Brigitte. Oh my! Okay, first of all, now they're saying that this guy, hey, he had no bashfulness. Yeah, what fifteen-year-old does? I mean, a lot of do, but uh, there's plenty of fifteen-year-olds that go up to grown women and say, "Hey, uh, I want to suck your titties." I don't know what they say, <laughs> but you're as an adult, you're supposed to fucking say no. You're supposed to say no. He asked, uh, so he goes up to her. And he asked if they can read. This seems totally fucking weird to even at like two parts weird. He goes up to her and he's like, hey, can we rewrite sections of the play, The Art of Comedy, uh, to expand it to include 15 new roles? Like, isn't that against the whole thing of the theater? Like, this guy all of a sudden wants to write. No, dude. They I guess they appreciate taking uh, finished works of art and then adding 15 new roles to them. <laughs> what the fuck is that? And she's like, hey, that's a good idea. I want to suck your 15-year-old yeah. dick. Hey, Let's spend some time together. I got an idea. <laughs> Why don't you drop your balls in my mouth while we write these 15 new rolls? I don't think the balls have dropped yet to drop into her mouth. She's like, let me, su- let me suck them down she from wants, your yeah, scrotum. She- <laughs> let, me, let me help you get them to drop. Uh, so it says, to that end, they started seeing each other every Friday. Oh, my God. Ooh. You creepy fucks. <laughs> she's married, too, and she has a daughter. It says there was no question ever of the pupil-teacher relationship exceeding any limits set down by French law, which defines the age of sexual consent as 18 in cases where one person has authority. Really? Yeah. It's 18 in France? Because I guarantee says. you that's never been enforced. It's, I, mean, I don't think it was enforced here, to be honest. It doesn't say when they first no. fought. I, but they really, they really are romanticizing this. It's yeah. like, and I love how they hide under the guise of uh, him being this... Uh, sophisticated guy who reads French poetry and studies uh, French acts and, and come on 
plays and does all this shit. Come on. He wanted to fuck. He's still a 15-year-old motherfucker. And he wanted to fuck. Yeah. He's a horny 15-year-old dude. <laughs> Brigitte says uh, she subsequently admitted, little by little, I was won over by his intelligence. Little by little? Was that every inch that she sucked out his dick? <laughs> it grew over the years. I still haven't measured all its depths. I don't, think, I don't think he's measured all her depths. <laughs> Do you ever, I mean, your childhood was uh, the worst part with for this guy is like he got with a lady when she when he was fifteen. Dude, now his had, wife is like seventy stay, years old. He had to stay with her though. Dude, he's forty. He, didn't, he hasn't messed with anybody. Dude, he's thirty nine. At fifteen, you haven't even really probably you haven't fucking done much with a chick. I think their big coming out party was the French prom. <laughs> he's like, here's, hey, my, here's date. my date. <laughs> she has a house. What's yours got? Your dad, your dad has to pick us up. I don't need a limo. She's driving. Yeah, we're going back to her house. What do you guys got? A hotel room? Fuck your hotel. I'm going to a nice house of a banker. Yeah, some hot shot banker bought this house, and now he's leaving her, and we get the house. Hey, hey, classmate, can you get out of town? I want to bone your mom up to the prom. Hey, by the way, after the prob, if the you, mom and daughter if, if you hear me fucking really loud and you're in your mom's room, don't worry about hey, it. Hey, if there's a sock on the door, don't come in your mom's room. And by the way, the mom and daughter could have been at the same school dance or party. Oh my God, yeah. Well, the French are too sophisticated to have proms. Oh, they got proms. <laughs> yeah, they got prom blums. <laughs> Get ready for some romanticism. The uh, writer of this article. Oh, who says, is it? So is this guy like a professional pedophile spinner? I don't know. It says there was an electricity between them. Oh, get out of here. Yeah, that means nothing. He's 15. Guess what? No matter if there, there's electricity between a lot of people. I got news for you. She's a grown <laughs> fucking woman. She's, he's 15 years old. I don't give a fuck what kind of sparks you're feeling. You're, you, you shut him down. You, shut, you put it on lockdown and you fucking get away from a child. It says long walks along the canal. Oh, my God. <laughs> It's like, who can't? Oh, they're like really painting this guy. He may have been 15, but he had the interest of a 48 year old. He loved khaki pants. He wore Argyle socks. Nobody really trying to care. push it. I, I've met some sophisticated 15 year olds. They're still, they're still 15. <laughs> they still act like they're fucking 15. I've met some smart 15 year olds, but deep down, they're all still fucking 15. They don't know shit about the world. Yeah. They don't know fucking shit. She later told the infamous Paris match. I felt myself falling. Him too. It was by the accounts given. This is when you have to have some sort of fucking. You got to take responsibility for your actions here. If you feel yourself falling, then you better get the fuck away. Go get fucked by your banker husband and call it a day. Okay. (laughs) Even if you hate him, you're getting fucked by him. Sorry. Yeah. Or divorce him. But then you still can't fuck a 15 year old. No. It says it was by the accounts given in the French magazines a love that had to conquer all. Yeah, okay. The married teacher told Macron he had to leave. He had to get out of Amiens to finish his schooling at the elite Henry IV in Paris. So you know what I think is they were porking, and she's like, look, I could, you got to get out of here. Yeah. She made him go off no, to No, she's like, school. I'm going to buy you a place in Paris where we can fuck in private That's there away too. from my husband. And my daughter. Yeah. No, the daughter will still come. I'll still bring the daughter sometimes. <laughs> then we can all fuck together. You guys can do your homework together, and then I'm going to fuck you after. Yeah, no, I'll, you can fuck me while you're doing your homework. Think she homework. helped him with his homework? Was he such a genius, such a prodigy? Dude, no. Are you kidding me? This guy's, yeah, this is a love. <laughs> Think he was, help, was, was he helping her with, like, real estate? Dude, this stuff. wasn't even love. This was destiny. It was destiny. Destiny's child. 
But Brigitte confided in Paris match last year at 17. Emmanuel told me, whatever you do, I will marry you. Dude, first That's of all. That's before 18. What are these assholes talking about? Illegal. What, what would you... Uh, give me the smartest 15-year-old in the world. I have nothing to say to them. They're a 15-year-old doctor. I don't have a fucking thing to say to a 15-year-old. No, they're 15. There's no 15-year-old doctors. Probably somebody. <laughs> Who would let a 15-year-old doctor love the 19-year-old fake gynecologist? Yeah, he's not a real doctor. <laughs> Dude, what? No, are, are you a real doctor? I'm a real street doctor. <laughs> I have street doctor credentials. That's true. But... I'm telling you right now, nobody would allow a 15-year-old Doogie Howser. I wouldn't. Like, if I saw Doogie Howser, get the fuck. Give me the old man who's seen it all, who's going losing his mind, but at least he has real-world experience. This lady he, at 17, he called his shot. He pointed at her pussy and said, "That will be mine." Yeah, I'm gonna fuck that <laughs> shit. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell my buddies about it. I'm gonna marry it. Yeah. One day I'm gonna be 39. You're gonna be 70. I'm gonna be the president. <laughs> You'll see. You'll all see. Uh, she said, love carried everything with it and led me to divorce. So she got divorced. Dude, I'm telling you, what a fucking blow in the nuts for this guy. The to banker. Be like, you know what, though? It the would banker be, never, but dude, now it's the president. So at least look, you can be like, hey, it was the president. If, if my, he better not have to pay taxes. If I had a lady and she said that I'm leaving you for 15-year-old, I would just lie. I would die. I think that would be like a real easy thing to walk away from. Because <laughs> it'd be, It'd like, be oh, worse if it was like a guy your own age. Because well, you'd be like, oh, you're mentally ill. Success- yeah, you'd be like, you're fucking nuts. <laughs> you're a mental problem. I'm getting the fuck out of <laughs> Thank here. Thank God. Yeah, I'm going to take the kids too. We're going to get the fuck out of here. And I'm keeping all my possessions. You better not have to split half. Uh, dude, in France, a child. I bet you in France, they really fuck you in the ass. Dude, if you. On a divorce. Dude, if that happened, that would be insane. No, I, well, you may, yeah, you imagine you pay with for the seventeen year old. I would have come for the that chocolate money if I were that guy. But give me that motherfucking chocolate factory. I would have come in her pussy. <laughs> Jesus, it's too late. The kid had it. This guy, this lady's got chocolate money too. So the, probably the banker isn't the guy, the breadwinner in this house. No, she was bringing home the chocolate. Yeah, he was bringing home the chocolate on his face for eating the, that butt. The 15-year-old had the chocolate-covered dick. From I don't know. I, what would your feeling, though? Would I, I could walk away from a relationship. If I found out that they started fucking with 15, I'd be like, all right, dude, cool, later. Peace out. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it would it would hurt your ego a bit, but it, I mean, it would... I, but it's almost... It, I don't know if it would because it's so... It's so far out of the realm of what you would think would be a possibility. It would be easier to take, I think, than like a 70-year-old man. I could handle if you left me for a woman or a child. <laughs> or a dog. But not like someone your own age. What about a dog? <laughs> yeah, a dog. I, yeah, a dog I would hurt me a little bit more, but I'd get over it more than like, you know, somebody who's maybe a, an adult who's a little younger than you, who's doing better yeah. than you or something. But That would hurt the most. Yeah. If you were fucking a horse, you're, though, you're I, would, most, I would stay with you. I mean, you're most com- obviously comparable to that thing, not yeah, a child I'm not, or a, what do I have? a horse or a I woman. Already, I already win when it comes to a child versus me. <laughs> I've already win. <laughs> I'd give a chee ball to a lot of people involved. I would, though. What I would do, I would walk up and I would kick the kid in the nuts and I would leave. <laughs> like, really hard. I think you'd be... I think if you're married, if you're an adult and your wife leaves you for a child and for some reason is not prosecuted, you should be allowed... To give him one hard kick to the nuts or a hard slap to the face. Or he spread his cheeks. Because he needs to know. No, uh, he, he spread his cheeks in a soccer kick to the asshole. He needs to know if he's going to fuck like an adult. There are adult yeah. repercussions. <laughs> kick to the nuts. Any man <laughs> would kick you in the nuts. I mean, any man would beat you to fucking near death yeah. over that. It should be legal to do that. I think I think we should 
Because here's the child. The child, they, they have the protection of the law, man. You can't do anything to these motherfuckers. Yeah. Well, if you're her, you can fuck them, I guess. <laughs> and nobody said anything. So, uh, the what the fuck did her family think? They're respected chocolatiers. Not anymore. And they're bringing, <laughs> no this, they're bringing the fucking... That's pedophile chocolate. It's blood money. Yeah. Blood chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> it too, and they fast forward. So it, it took them... So she got divorced. So I think they were fucking, to be honest. This article is very they, murky. They were fucking when he was 15, 100%. They started fucking within the first week. But look how they try to paint this. Nobody hangs out with a 15-year-old because they love their companionship. <laughs> Are you kidding me? She loved that we added those 15 new characters. <laughs> you imagine how he revolutionized the Dude, chocolate factory? If, say some fucking... 15 year old came up to me instead of writing I want to rewrite this fucking play and I want to add go oh, fuck yourself what are you talking to me for I'm a grown adult I got a wife get the fuck out of here I got a husband and kid yeah. kid to take care of I don't want to do this bullshit I want to go home and watch TV I don't want to listen to your fucking philosophical <laughs> dreams that you want to add to this fucking play just cause you got 15 shitty friends you want to put in this play I got shit to do yeah go fucking go suck some Latin <laughs> cock over there you piece of shit go play video games you dork yeah, I mean, you fucking you nerd. <laughs> you want to stay after class <laughs> every Friday? It's Friday. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, you know, you want to spend my Saturday with a fifteen-year-old doing extracurricular activities, <laughs> rewriting, a rewriting, play? home doing homework. I like to rewrite uh, William Shakespeare's <laughs> Hamlet. I want to make more ham. Shakespeare. <laughs> I was a Shakespearean actor. Uh, so it says in the article, in October 2007, 20 month, 21 months after she divorced the banker, Andre... Wait, Lou, what? In 2007, she got divorced. What? This That's is why recently. it makes it seem like, oh, they like he, they weren't doing anything, and he waited a long time, which I don't How believe. How old is this guy now? He's 39. What the fuck? So he was 29? So in two, Yeah, 2007. Oh, so they still want that banker money. Maybe that is it. Or no, you know what? I bet you he threatened to take all that chocolate money. So she got married 21 months is basically just shy of two years. She got divorced in 2005. Okay. So in 2007, the 50 year old, 54-year-old Brigitte and the 29-year-old Macron got married. What is this? Uh, Ashton Kutcher and Demi Moore? They got married in the upmarket town. What the hell is an upmarket town? It's like... Up, Upmarket town? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uh, upmarket from the other market? <laughs> of Le Touquet, where they have a home. Is that like So a, they had a home already at this oh, point. Oh, maybe upmarket town means like a, a rich area? Uh, yeah, wealthy. I would assume it would be. If she's no, I know, but I don't respected know. Respected chocolatier. And but it's he's an odd a, way to say. And he's an upstart fucking politician, whatever the hell he was. Well, upstart politician probably got no cash. He actually but. had no experience. I think he was from the business world. Yeah, well, he knew how to seduce a fucking girl. So they got woman. married when he was twenty nine. So he should. Were, he what he should do is just hold like Tony Robbins seminars for fifteen year olds and how they can fuck older women. <laughs> if it doesn't work out for you, Macron in the political world, something to fall back on. When I was fifteen years old, I was fucking this guy. I mean, what, a thirty year old woman. This guy has a what a crazy life. Fifteen, then he goes on to be oh, a no, president. Wait, how old was she? What did she? Fifteen, and she was what? Uh, the age difference is he when he was 29, she was 54. Yeah, so you're looking at uh, no 30. It's 35 year age difference, correct? No, it's a 25 year age difference. Yeah. So when he was 15, she 20, was she was 40. Yeah, she was 39. She was his age. 
<laughs> or whatever yeah 40. what if he goes now for a 15 year old he reverses the trend oh everyone be like up in arms he's like yeah you fuckers what happened to me you didn't just say shit <laughs> emmanuel uh he said to her when they got married we're gonna shut people up she started <laughs> what does that mean about like saying their relationship was a scandal what Calling him pieces of so shit. So now it's, you're going to be even more scandalized by getting married. Well, yeah, he's like, we're going to show them we're really in love. I'm going to stay with you even when you're 80 and I'm Dude, 40. He wanted to run for politics. He's a smart kid and he saw that chocolate money and it was a great way to get in. Says she wore a white dress. Oh, you can't wear white. You're already married. You had a kid. You fucking butt. As short as what she wears in town. What? You can't wear a white dress. I mean, you do whatever you want, but white dress signifies that. It's a, it's a holy like you're you're you're, cl- you're a virgin. That ain't no virgin. Yeah, that that's a that pussy's had not only dicks that kids come out. Yeah, <laughs> it's had, had banker cock in it, it. It's had entrance and exits. Yeah, and before she had banker cock, she probably had other cock. Too. <laughs> oh, she had some stockbroker cock. Yeah, she had a she lot. Had some plowman cock. She really just went for. She all, had some chocolateer. She, she definite. Had a, she had a full range of economic cock. Yeah. Uh by this time, it says Brigitte's family of the bourgeoisie chocolatiers made sure to thank his new wife's children. Uh, in his in his wedding speech, he uh, this is Macron says for loving us as we are. He thanked them. You, for you mean a pedophile and a guy, a yeah. child who was victimized yes. in his youth. He also spoke of a love that was in quote not altogether common between a couple not completely normal. Even if I hate that adjective. Between a couple who exist. <laughs> it's like, hey, we know we're freaks. Who is it? Who wrote this? The same guy who said the fucking journalist with a long memory? Oh, that was the Sal Zuno. Yeah, it was the Sal Zuno journalist. Remember when he said, unfortunately, and then he said, Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Macron echoed the sentiment in his book Revolution, published in November, in which he described the wedding as official consecration of a love that was at first clandestine. Often hidden and misunderstood yeah, by Yeah, that's many. when you went to Paris and she flew over there and fucked you behind the banker's back. I want to talk to the banker. See what that's his feelings are. That's who we need are. to talk to about. Yeah, because this guy is the guy who really got railroaded. Because this lady was definitely porking this dude on the side for years. This is, this is crazy. <clears throat> uh, so it says they have to clarify... When Macron talks about going to see, it says there's a term, petit enfants, which means, I guess, small children. At the we- On the weekend, the 30-something's not talking about his children, but his step-grandchildren. <laughs> so what he's going wow. it's, it's his classmates' kids. <laughs> Dude, that's fucking... It's his classmates slash stepdaughter's kids. <laughs> Does the daughter hate him? She's got to. I mean, you but have to. president. Now the banker's super pissed. This guy's fucking president now too. The banker, fuck my wife. The banker's like, I'm making shady deals, and there's nothing you're gonna do about it. I'll come out with all the evidence. I what have. evidence? Everyone knows he was 15. She was 40. I don't know. He's got something. He's so, probably dead. He's probably old man. So I was so fascinated by this that I went to some other articles, and this is from Slate Magazine. It's only an excerpt. And this is this is fucking crazy. <laughs> It says media accounts of their once illicit relationship have offered it as evidence of Macron's daring personality and, oh my. and willingness to break with tradition. Dude. Qualities that make him a presidential frontrunner. 
dude, without any experience. It's 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 a very that's a, it's like such a chauvinist thing to say. Oh my because god! Because you're like he, this man had this guy. It was a real go getter. He was daring, and he, daring enough to go fuck that woman <laughs> who victimized him as a child. But if it was a woman, it would just be like whore, poor, slut. yeah. Or she threw herself at the man. And, the sl- Slate yeah. said that they said that a home wrecker would be used. Yeah. This yeah. guy got this guy divorced a, a, a just, couple. Yeah, and and they're like his daring personality. You fucking. Ass. Said it made him a, f- first of all, uh, there's plenty of 15 year olds that are daring. You know why? Because they're stupid and they don't know shit about the world. And that's why a 40 year old is supposed to fucking know better than to fuck with a 15 year old. That's how the world works. Was it considered daring when my friends and I at this age would jump off bridges into shallow water? <laughs> yeah. Or was it considered fucking idiotic? If you were 40, they'd be like, "What the fuck." are you doing why would you do that no it's idiotic so they say that it's, they've painted it and it's, it, he he's he won with no political party or any experience in office <laughs> just because people love this relationship i guess wow uh the new york times reports their love affair was the kind of audacious undertaking that has defined Mr. Macron's life and career. Like what? So this this whole thing, this whole relationship is is like his defining moment. It's what everyone says. That's weak, man. This is the guy that was leading you. Is leading you assholes. It says. But he, then again, what, what, so what does France do anyway? By the way, France, you know what I mean. What, what do they fucking do? They don't do anything. They don't contribute at all. They back down in times of war. We all know they're that. a bunch of snobby fucks. Not to mention uh, the one of the articles I forget. I think Slate mentioned uh, their leaders have like long history. A lot of them have been caught fucking mistresses. Oh, they all mistresses. That's like part of the culture. Over yeah, there. one got divorced like they, and then remarried in office. Like they're real. It's real crazy over there. I had an ex girlfriend who lived over there for a while, and she lived with like a family. And I think like they had like he, he, the father of the had like an open mistress that the, what everyone knew about. Was like, your girlfriend that little fat boy? Probably. <laughs> fucking probably gave. <laughs> some sort of STD. Uh, his, and then they go on to say his sheer drive, his focus, and his willingness to leapfrog in a country where most success is built step by step make him more likely to You mean leapfrog by like f- fucking a lady with a ton of money to finance you <laughs> yeah. for your life? Come on. The banker. Leapfrog? Leapfrog? Ch- chocolate and banker money. Yeah, dude, that's dirty chocolate banker money. <laughs> The, the banker, the banker's alive. That's I mean. the yeah. Tell you what, that's the darkest of chocolate money. That's <laughs> the, a dark. The banker. That's ninety. That's ninety percent cacao right there. The banker there. must have been fucking walking around town, and be like, he's fifteen. Does no one fucking? <laughs> he probably fucking killed himself. Does no one understand? Dude. This guy is fifteen fucking years old. <laughs> he's have you screaming. lost your mind? <laughs> he's so daring, though. He's not daring. He's fucking my wife. If this, <laughs> hey, Frank, if this was you. And he was fucking Sydney. I think you'd have a little different different opinion. Uh, the banker may have killed himself. Is he still alive? What's his situation? I don't know. It doesn't say. They really don't delve deep at all into the guy's life. Who knows what how he spiraled out of control? The uh, this is the last thing on this. The Associated Press writes that from his teenage romance with a teacher to his recent ambition to become president, Emmanuel Macron often is described as unconventional and tenacious. <laughs> what the. How do you take this event and you're like, this guy is unconventional, he's tenacious, he fucking bucks the system. This is why the world will never change because it's you crazy. can't. Because you, this is people applaud his, 
applaud him for it. He's being applauded. The world, the world will never change because of this. This is the mentality that will be stuck with us forever. I think a, I think teachers should start using this defense. They're like, hey. Look at these tenacious. Look what do you want from me? <laughs> Meanwhile, there's a lady sitting doing five years in prison for fucking this, doing the same situation. I'm saying their lawyers should yeah, be like, no, I know. They're like, this it's called the Macron defense. This 15 year old was tenacious. Sir, I'd like to bring He's- up Macron versus <laughs> Chocolatiers. Uh, and I would just like to point out that he's tenacious and he's a prodigy. Yeah. He and offered- he, le- he likes to leapfrog the system. <laughs> he offered to rewrite 30 new roles in Greece. <laughs> <laughs> he put Kanicki's father-in-law in there. I don't know. <laughs> his uncle? Danny Zuko's uh, brother. By the way, there have been rumors. His brother who's in a wheelchair <laughs> from, a, from a jet boat accident. Sal Zuko. <laughs> Sal Zuko. He's a detective up in Northern California. By the way, there have been rumors one of these articles mentioned about uh, Macron's uh, homosexuality. <laughs> And he had to come out and say, I have no time to even, and he goes, if I was that, I have no time. If, if that is going on, then it's my clone. Cause I don't even have time to take part in that. What do you just say? No, I'm not. It's <laughs> weird to bring a clone into it. I don't know. But uh, uh, so, so I have that, a feeling, dude. So that's there's involved. some weird. I mean, yeah. But if he is, that's fine. I don't know if he is or isn't. I, I don't but. have any problem. The, the, the main, yeah, the main problem is the. Is the 15 versus 40. Well, this is where it goes to thrive. You know what? I hope that this happens to his daughter or something, and then he'll fucking he have, have a have different any, perspective. He doesn't have any kids. He married a 40-year-old oh, yeah, woman. Good point. I forgot. He's yeah. 69. He has grandkids. He has step-grandkids. <laughs> Who is his classmates' daughter's Man. You know what I could see? That I could re- see... That reunion's got to be pretty awkward when you're like, Mom, you going to the reunion? <laughs> yeah. Like, we're... She made him go to the private school. She's though. like, hey, hey, guys, remember everyone here when I used to teach you Latin? And French? And French. And theater? <laughs> remember, remember? You guys remember me? I said, it's old Mrs. Whatever. What was I'm, it I'm a respected say? chocolatier. <laughs> respected child molester. She is. They she's were chanting her name. She's a respected child. They chanted her name. <laughs> wow. I'll give France this, though. I don't believe any of the kids who've done this in the U.S. would ever... Uh, Amount to precedent? No. Well, you never know. Who knows? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> not yet, at least. That these that's some gangbanger that's fucking in the back of a back of a fucking trailblazer. You know what's in made Florida? This, you I don't think, think that kid's gonna make it? You know what's made this a lot more common, and it doesn't apply to this guy though, is social media. Because once it goes into the texting and stuff, the lines get blurred. There's a scandal in my area right now. Local paper, our uh, rival high school, Catholic school. They've had to fire, like, there was, like, some sort of crazy sting where, like, all these male teachers went down, uh, and there was a lot of, like, social media dick pics being sent out and, like, crazy stuff. What do you mean? It muddies the water. I mean, I y- think like, you steer clear of it all. There's plenty of teachers that do. No, I'm saying that is obviously what you should do. I mean, I think that's, like, though, what gets going. Yeah, I guess. No, dude, you steer clear at all times. If some 15-year-old wants your phone number, you go, fuck you. I'm going to give you my phone number. If they hit you up on social media, you block them. You don't fucking partake in any sort of activities that could be considered lewd or inappropriate. Oh, I mean, I, I know that. But I'm saying there's no... I don't care about social media. I don't care what the fuck it is. You, That's just not what you would do. Uh, oh, by the way... Steer I've, clear of trouble. There's, I, there's plenty of grown women that love to fuck. Who here love to fuck. By the way, I forgot to bring this up at the beginning of the show. Poltron, uh, last 
show, we talked about the uh, the spanker. Yeah. Um, she gets spanked? She was the victim of a, of a ride by spanking by no. a biker. Really? Yeah. Not this guy, though. I don't believe so, but who knows? Wow. And then Buffalo Bill sent video of Dutch motorists. They were in a car, and there was some sort of weird thing called like a... It's called like a beer bike or something. And it was like, picture like a table and then like six, like, oh, I've seen those. Yeah. Seats along the side. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've seen those. But it's like the seats go like all around. But I've also seen them where it's just a a, a bar with bar, like, you're literally sitting on bar stools and it drives uh, down the street. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. And then they serve you. Yeah. So a car goes up and they have it on YouTube and this guy does the ass slap down the line. (laughs) See, I I can get behind that. That's pretty funny. (laughs) Bill Appler also sent me Ari's asshole pic. I got that as as well. Looks as uh, meaty as ever. And uh, it does not. It does not look meaty at all. What? I didn't know. Oh, the one I saw was meaty. It's the same one. Yeah, but I, I mean, I saw it. Dude, there's like a fold in it. Like, yeah, but that's nothing compared to what it used to look like. Well, you got the rejuvenation yeah. surgery in Thailand. It's cheaper and better. Uh, William sent a follow-up from the news station. White bread, William? That the ass slapper, I don't know if it was white bread, showed up to make his five-minute confession. So he went there. He went to the news station to make yeah. his confession. And for some reason, the one that we saw did not uh, include some key details. He credited his faith for the reason he came forward. His faith in what? Ass slapping? I believe religion. I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't know. It might be a different faith. And he even, this guy is so fucking weird. He set up a time and a place in a public park that if any of the victims wanted to meet with him. Isn't he, wasn't he in jail? They, they had not been arrested yet for some reason. If any of the victims wanted to get their ass slapped without him being on a bike. So it's like, if you want to meet me in a park, he goes, you can say anything you want to me. And then you can slap me in the face. Oh, dude, this to guy. Make up for the yeah, slap this guy's I gave into you. like dominatrix shit. He's into S and M stuff. Is that's what his deal is? He wants to be degraded. Yeah, he he's like, and, and, if, uh, and if you want to bring a dog leash and make me go on all fours and sniff your shit, I'll I do say, that too. I say, bring your boyfriend and whip him. Yeah, dude, <laughs> whip, this, whip him and strip him. This guy is definitely getting into some domi- free dominatrix shit right here. I, if dude, we should have showed up at that park. Hey, yeah, dude. I would be like, "Hey, you slap my ass, motherfucker! <laughs> I'm gonna punch you." I want to say some stuff hey, to you. Look at this ass. Does this look familiar? Because you slapped it. There's not something I could say about we, it. I but there's something I gotta do about it. That would be it. sweet to go see. Go there. The park. And do that. What woman would show up? Hey, you fucking creep. <laughs> yeah. Then he'd slap it again. It was probably like just luring them in. It was a. It was a setup. It was a trap. It was. A it was trap. in. It was in tra- assment. <laughs> Entrapment. You want to trap that ass. Skolnick has lost his mind. Well, yeah, this is, transition in new story. Star of Revenge of the Nerds, Skolnick has lost his goddamn mind. Yeah. You know, he, he, he is an accomplished race car driver. Yeah. That's Not like, mate, but like pro level. That's yeah. what it said in the article. That was He'd a bar- been racing since the 70s. That was Barb. Must have been doing work on the plane back from Tijuana. Had the big trophy that. Uh, I remember reading about him because I used to get all those racer magazines and stuff. And I, I used to, I remember reading an article about him in the 90s. You don't know who, who we're talking about. Uh, is Robert Carradine? Is that his name? Yeah. He played uh, Louis Skolnick and the great. Revenge of the Nerds. You know, franchise. before that, he had played in a lot of like good movies uh, where he wasn't playing. The problem, what he got type. I mean, once you saw him as Skolnick, you never saw him as anything else. How dare you? He was in the great motocross movie with Steve Howie. 
Yeah, I'm talking. <laughs> I'm like 70s and early 80s. He was in some like legit stuff. Decent actor. Also, uh, the stuff about his uh, racing days. Every everybody said he never lacked confidence. So he sounded like a real arrogant dude. But then is uh, was it his father? The is that his father the martial artist who got cut? Who his brother? It was like his half brother who Ste- got, who's was, jerking it and killed died. That's his brother. Okay, so that said that sent him on like a deep yeah, dark spiral. David Carradine. So when that happened, yeah, they were. I think they're uh, same father, but different mother. I think. So skull, yeah, because he carried the other. Uh, there's multiple. There's a lot of Carradine. The martial art Carradine, Carradine looks Asian. I don't know if he is, but he he's does. not. He he doesn't look Asian at all. No. Actually, they okay. just when they shaved his head and put him in kung fu, they put him in the yellow TV face. series. And also, there's another Carradine on top of that. On that's an, also an actor that you would recognize. So uh, apparently, he was driving with his wife. This was two years ago. Yeah. And he said, what did he say to her? Like He said, uh, no, he didn't say anything. I thought he said he to told her. It to her. He said it to her after. Oh. All of a sudden, he swerved into <laughs> oncoming traffic and hit a fucking truck. He was rushed to the hospital. She was rushed to the hospital. And then later, he confessed to her that he's been very depressed and he was trying to kill them by <laughs> swerving into oncoming traffic. She which, said a great, had- which is a great uh, asshole way to kill your <laughs> wife, the driver of another vehicle, who knows, maybe other fucking people, and yourself. And she said he was an accomplished race car driver, so she does not believe that he lost control. Yeah. It's crazy. Crazy what, but, talk. But and, Okay, and, you're depressed. I get he, it. He has like 30 guns, and she's like, I don't believe he should. Se- yeah, 17. He should own them. Because he say not only was he a danger to himself but other people. Yeah, you're an asshole, dude. You are a fucking. He's also been uh, hospitalized for bipolar disorder. Yeah, they said in the past. But dude, this guy's a menace to society because you were because you want to kill yourself. You thought you'd kill your wife and God knows how many other people by swerving into oncoming truck. That poor fucking truck. The guy in the truck. He's just driving to fucking. Yeah, who he's knows? going to buy strawberries because his kids. Have some ice cream, and they oh, said, pictured, "Hey, Dad, I pictured it like an eighteen-wheeler." I thought it was like an eighteen-wheeler. Oh, I, I feel like an eighteen-wheeler probably would have killed them all. Yeah, I don't know. Either way, either way, you're endangering other people. If you want, to, if, hey, Skolnick, as they said, and lean on me. You want to kill yourself? Do it expeditiously. Don't fuck around with other people. <laughs> yeah, go kill yourself. Jump off a fucking yourself. bridge. Don't even do that. You might fall in a boat. Yeah, it's true. Just go in a garage. Yeah. Do it. I mean, we don't endorse suicide, but yeah. I mean, if but Skolnick's that, fucking. It's, it's a bold way to start uh, taking out other people, man. Come on. Yeah, come on, Skolnick. Get don't be selfish. Think of Booger and fucking I mean, you're Lamar. already self-centered by wanting to commit suicide. Think of Ogre. To, the Ogre would be like, you nerd, you hit, you drove an upcoming <laughs> traffic nerd, think nerd, of, nerd. Think of John Goodman, dude. What do you mean, fucking Ogre joined the fraternity? At the end of and, part two. And then in part 14, he was... <laughs> what, remember, did we watch part four? Oh, it was so bad. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's why you <laughs> drove in oncoming traffic. It was so bad. Man, that's just scary. That's scary that there's... You know, every time you're driving, you think how suicidal or how insane it is to drive on a two-lane road with no divider, just a, a, a yellow line, just a piece of paint separating you from another fucking missile going 60 miles an hour you faster. People who could be falling asleep. You could have maniacs like this yeah. who want to take somebody out with them. Three, two other people. Selfish, man. Skull, get in your car by yourself, Skolnick. Don't do it with yeah. your wife. Be a fucking man. Drive it off a cliff. <laughs> Put a belt around your neck and beat it. Jesus. Two carotids for the price of one. <laughs> Jesus, calm down now. Yeah, I apologize. Yeah, that's that. getting a little I crazy. I got out of line. Sorry, Barb. Also, this is all allegedly... 
allegedly, that, that of course. he said that. Of course it was allegedly. Uh, let me get into this email. Uh, this is from Austin of Indiana. Yeah. Next week. Uh, now in Denver. Alicia, uh, the frequent contributor to the show, wants us to put her boss on the whipping post it's a long is she gonna get fired for this? i don't know that's why i was i didn't know whether i should do or read Jesus. it or not but uh i'll put him on the post so this is awesome this is a long email and also uh some of it's a little incriminating so i'm not gonna get into the full details <laughs> was he 15 uh no but i'm saying so he's in uh do you remember we met him in denver he's I do. Uh, he's going to law school he's from indiana I, I, yeah uh or yeah so he has very poor impulse control Oh boy. And uh, he, I didn't know this, but he, he does a Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Did he? I think, I think he, he may have uh, told us that. It's foreshadowing. He, he gave me uh, a, an idea. He, he gave me an example of his poor impulse control. When and, I met him, he choked me out briefly. Yeah. He, he, <laughs> and I tapped. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So, cool. uh, yeah, cool. I shook his hand and he armbarred me. Yeah. Flying armbar. He went to the park and he put that guy in a Kimura. <clears throat> So uh, I won't go into the full details, but basically, he uh, it was his birthday. He goes to a uh, a uh, bar, and uh, there's some drunk fuck there, and he knows Brazilian jiu-jitsu. So they uh, started fighting, and then they all get kicked out. Later, he finds that the uh, guy who he was fighting, his buddy, just got out of prison for aggravated assault two weeks ago. So he, was, he said he could have gotten stabbed there. Then they go to a, a strip club, and they're... High on all sorts of stuff. And Did he become friends with these people, or this is like his own crew? Like he's not with the guy he fought, is he? No, no, he's with like just, his own, friends. yeah, his own friends. Yeah, and then he a lot of crazy shit happens at the strip club. I, again, okay. he's a law student. He probably yeah. Here's here's part of the poor impulse control. D- d- don't send me an incriminating email <laughs> if you want to have a career later in life. Who knows? Look at Macron. So I'm going to spare you that. He ends up dropping a bunch of dough. Weird stuff happens. Who knows? Sexual favors may have taken place. Maybe. It's allegedly. Who knows? But his real question is here. He has a lot of these problems. And uh, he is going to be going. He's planning a visit to Amsterdam by himself for a weekend. Oh boy. He studied uh, Dutch in undergrad and then I'm going to Tokyo by myself after I'm done studying until I run out of student loan money for the summer. So his question is this. Basically, I'm kind of worried that uh, I'm getting end up into, in a foreign prison. Yeah, I'm getting into weird debauchery and maybe fuck my life up because of my lack of impulse control, especially as a 24-year-old in a foreign land with no personal ties. As someone who gets swept up in the moment from time to time, how do you try and keep yourself in check? How do you deal with the deep sense of regret after going on a weird spree like this? Feel free to use my name if you read this podcast. <laughs> Dude, I'm not going to read us all because this yeah. stuff stays yeah. in we the get, thing. We get the gist of it. So uh, I think going alone is a bad idea for a guy like this. Yes. And also, how did I, how did I stop my poor impulse control 24? I didn't. I didn't stop my poor impulse. That's the problem. <laughs> And I fucked myself. I didn't start really getting a hold of my poor impulse control until I was in my thirties. So last year, and even then, <laughs> uh, I've—I don't. Yes, you never really harness your poor impulse controls. My best thing I could say is that I went to Amsterdam last time. I went to Amsterdam. I was twenty-three, and nothing good came of it. Uh, good news is he's only there for a weekend. Yeah, I don't. When I was 24, and I didn't. And their laws sound pretty liberal. I didn't have a lot of weird regrets, though, when I was 24 because I didn't know any better. I had regrets of my life later when I look back on it. Were a lot of his impulse control incidents involving alcohol? 
Uh, th- yes, but that that it's like he was consuming what was ever put in front of him, and a lot of different things so were put in front of him. And so that's so that's also part of the symptom of the poor impulse control. But maybe somehow trying to practice moderation. But yeah. I don't know if someone with poor impulse control can even do that. Here's what I here's the only advice I can give you. Uh, I mean, you're going on a vacation. You're 24 years old. Your job is to fuck up as much stuff as you can without ruining your life, hopefully. And not going to prison. Yeah, that's, the, that's what I would country. say. Away. But you're going to Amsterdam, so there's not really... I mean, w- Let's say he does it, mushrooms and he like puts his head through a fucking plate glass window. You're going to get arrested. probably seen it 50 times for American <laughs> tourists doing shit like that. But you're not going to get arrested? No, but I will say this. like The debauchery that takes place once you get to Amsterdam is a whole new level where you're at some point you're like... You're, you're, you will know when it's time to leave. My thing is like... Stay away from the fighting. That's a big thing. The rest of the stuff you can all handle, man. I think you need to bring an impulse coach. I just don't. There There's is one of us, and you can pay us. You no, know, it's true dollars. though. You should travel. I think I was. I've always been friends with people who have uh, at least some sense of decency. Who will say, "Hey, man, we gotta ra- we gotta rein it in." Even if I wouldn't, at least there was somebody there that was attempting that. The fact that he's alone is worrisome. It is very worrisome because your impulse control has it has nowhere it's to dri- go. It's driving the car. Yeah, and like Skolnick, it's veering towards that truck. Man, sometimes. I d- also yeah, I don't know, man. See if you can find somebody to go with you. It sounds like it's you'll coming have a, up you'll quick. have a great time anyway. And, and if you can find somebody who you know is like has a decent head on their shoulders, yeah. who can keep you in the right and like you respect their opinion, yeah. Or if you're the crazier one of the two, even if your buddy's crazy and is down for anything, but you're the crazier, he'll still be like, "Dude, you, this is you're getting a little out of fucking control." And maybe travel with a tranquilizer gun, and if you feel yourself getting crazy, just jam it into <laughs> yeah, your thigh. You're gonna do is gonna fucking stab somebody on the street with it, then push them in a canal, yeah. and they're gonna drown. Yeah, give it to your responsible friend if you can get one to go with you. I'm, the, just, I'm fearful of I mean, this you, guy ending up in a Tokyo prison, and we never hear from him Probably again. pretty nice. They probably have those uh, advanced toilets that know. John Little talked about. Yeah, was they, that, or no, that was somebody the else Yakuza talking about. over there? You, I, need, you know, I think they're. I don't think they're around much anymore. But, I mean, it sounds like he's good at jujitsu, but how is his striking game? Yeah, because you got to get to the ground first, my friend. Yeah, he might be in trouble. <laughs> Here's my test. Work on your striking game. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, dude, I don't know. You're gonna get to Amsterdam, and Amsterdam's like a big party. So there's no way to to, to say no to the drugs and the alcohol and the women and the partying. So you're, do you think they'll maybe? You're, you're literally. I mean, you you if you try to test. Your poor impulse control, you're going to the wrong fucking place. Do you think maybe you know, baby that steps. he's alone, that he won't go quite as crazy because there's no one to really like. I don't spur know, you man. On. But then you but then you get to, you you befriend some locals who are nuts yeah. who you know, it's when it's your home turf, yeah. You can get a little crazier and they may lead you astray or egg you on. Or they want to see you get crazy. Yeah. You're the crazy American. I don't know, man. You're at 24. There's really no way to control your poor impulse control because I have trouble even now, but I'm much tamer than I used to be. I'm much calmer. Well, let us know how it goes. Keep us posted from coffee shops. Yeah, coffee shop internet. Hey, if the uh, yeah, well, if the Tokyo prison allows you to send emails, <laughs> send one to us first before you notify your family, and we'll give you a phone number to call from the Tokyo prison. Uh, we'll here's what I would it. recommend: carry the, uh, the, the the number of the consulate or the embassy wherever you're traveling make sure you have that number 
I would t- maybe have it tattooed on my forearm. <laughs> and dude, I don't know, man. You're going to Amsterdam. I, th- there's no way to control it. There's just no way to control it. The best you could do is don't get the shit beat out of you. That would be number one. And number two, once you get there, I think you're going to realize that they welcome debauchery at a at wherever you go. And just remember. In Tokyo, I think you can get in some really fucked up shit. You're not only representing yourself. You're representing your family. Yeah. Your country. And also, you, you, you have dreams and stuff. Hey, you're in law school. Don't fuck this yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Don't fuck this up, Mitchell. Because when I, I had nothing... I didn't really have. I mean, I had aspirations, but they involved comedy. They didn't involve the law. I mean, you're getting into the law. You can't have a record. And if you, it depends if you want to get. I don't know what your what your goals are later in life. uh, If you want to work for a big corporation, all that. But just keep in mind, man. Whatever you do is now is going to be on public record. And you got student loans. You're already taking money out, so don't. Piss it away. Well, no. If he's pissing it away, but if you're gonna piss it away, you better have a good fucking time. No, but I'm saying you better have a good time and don't. Be an well, yeah, idiot don't by getting your... in trouble. Yeah, man, I don't know. I, it's I, a fine line he's walking here. Right now, I feel, <laughs> my fingers crossed for you. It really is just up to luck that you make that you make it back because <laughs> you're already fucking up. You're causing a lot of shit to go down in the U.S. So I don't Ooh. know. Maybe you'll be humbled by being I in a best, foreign land. Best chance, best case scenario is he finds somebody who's fairly level headed to go with him. That would be otherwise your best case alone. It, it doesn't sound good. Alone, poor impulse controls can I think the, manifest themselves in odd ways. If the Vegas odds makers were betting alone, him getting in major trouble, like pretty good odds with a yeah. level-headed buddy, odds way lower. The last time I went to Amsterdam, I showed up and I was there for about 10 hours by myself. By the time my friends showed up, I was so fucked up, so high, out of my mind, and so drunk. It wasn't a good situation. <laughs> So, <laughs> and he's there uh, for a weekend. Yeah. And in Tokyo for like a whole summer, it sounds like. Yeah. The Tokyo is where I'd watch out. Amsterdam. I Tokyo, mean, you could don't fight anyone in Tokyo. They could be relatives of Yakuza. You don't want to fuck with any of that shit. Well, the problem is you can't fuck with any. Who knows? You know, don't, but I'm just saying there's like a yeah. well-known gang culture. That I, you don't want I to think fuck with people. The one thing that you shouldn't do is never start a fight. If a fight is started with you, then yes. But don't start fights. It's always a bad move. Be weary of the yakuza. Yeah, so unlike Seagal, who claims he took him on. But if you have a if you have a drug that uh, if alcohol makes you angry, stay away from alcohol and just smoke weed or something. Because if sometimes you get really fucking high, you don't have the motivation for poor impulse control. We'll see what happens. Yeah, well. but good luck, Austin. And other <laughs> than that, you're a young man. You'll bounce back no matter what happens, as long as it's not some sort of a. Uh, crime that is unforgivable and spread the word about the danish and o'neill podcast (laughs) to anyone you meet in amsterdam tokyo and any foreign airports please spread the word and austin uh email me when you get back and uh let me know how it went either way you're gonna have the time of your life and forget and remember all you have when you die are your stories so (laughs) well you don't have those you're dead (laughs) Uh, can do a real real quick story this is quick all right this is from Chris, and I want to get this off my docket. There's been a, it's been a tragedy. This is from Yahoo. This is uh, a mom and her daughter uh, in the Czech Republic. They uh, they were 45 and 65, so this was an older mother and daughter team. Mm-hmm. Went over to the neighbor's uh, place near Prague, 
And uh, they got into the sauna. It's a neighbor, one neighbor opening up their sauna. Me sauna is Sue sauna. <laughs> oh, wait. Is that check? It is check. It's a check. You better check yourself. <laughs> before you wreck yourself. And that's what happens in this story. Uh, and they say in the Bible, thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's sauna. And they coveted. I don't know if they coveted. They asked if they could use it, and they were told yes. So it's a w- form of coveting. They went over to the sauna. Uh, so they were in the sauna. <laughs> so, so the mother and daughter are in the sauna. <laughs> when they didn't emerge after an hour and a half. Whoa, it's a long sauna. Neighbor checked on it. Do they call it saunaing? I don't know. What do you say? I'm going to take a sauna? Yeah. Neighbor checked on him, only to find him dead on the floor of the sauna. <laughs> okay, sad, but. Death by sauna. 45 and 65. Sauna Jeez. wins again. What happened? They had to... Uh, Tea tree pa- oil? Apparently, uh, the door became locked. Ugh. And... Uh, they, wait, you couldn't, no windows? The handle snapped off. <laughs> Jesus. What is this? An episode of the Brady Bunch? Leaving them trapped. Getting caught in the meat locker? Trapped inside. Dude, this is like a they, sitcom. They cooked in their own juices. What? Why don't they put the fire out? They tried to Why break... Why did they put the steam out? They had to break the glass window of the door to escape, but they failed. You got to really Wait, go crazy. They, this is life or death. Yeah. How thick is this glass? Was uh, it bulletproof glass? I don't know. Is this also... Is this sauna also double as a panic room for this guy? Maybe. I think this could be investigated as a murder. Allegedly. That's Allegedly. Not, that's not implicate. But you know what? Sal Zuno's going over to Prague to take a look. Sal Zuno's international police sometimes, detective. Wait, can you imagine? There's some guy right now who has no idea that we bring up his name all the fucking time. And he's just sitting, living his life normal. Uh, it's recommended sauna sessions should not run longer than 30 to 45 minutes for experienced sauna takers. Oh, yeah, but then, and these people could have been amateurs. Also, is there a way to put out the fire or the whatever? The, what's the heat source? It's like electric usually. It's like a little. But if light. not, it's a, you put, throw some. Uh, but even if you could unplug it, it would still be hot as fuck. In there. No, I know, but it wouldn't be producing more heat. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, paramedics pronounced them dead at the scene. Uh, they were God doing damn. autopsies. And uh, here's the window. Let me see this song. Looks like it's double. They managed to break one layer, but there's another layer. Dude, you can't break that fucking. That's a whole glass window. So let's see the front's broken. I mean, you cut the shit out of your foot. Can you imagine that like a sweaty foot just kicking and just sliding off? I mean, life or death, though. Dude, life or death. Just dive through it. I'd throw, I'd throw the other person through the glass. If they died first. Like a battering ram. Just their head? Yeah. Jesus. Dude, I would do a. I, I. There's a lot of glasses I could break before I would die. I mean, I will. I would punch the shit or kick the shit. There's got to. You got to be able to break. It's not like this glass is uh, some sort of specialty bulletproof glass. Now I'm worried I'm going to die in the Y sauna. It's a bad way to go. Some of these maniacs in there. Yeah, just, but I mean, good thing it, it seems like a fairly easy door to manage. Is there a glass? There is glass. What uh, what's in the sauna that I now, you could actually use to break something? I now only take saunas with a sledgehammer. Yeah, like you I'm, should. Like I'm Triple H, the, the wrestler. You know what? I have one of those hammers that you can break the glass out of your car window if you go into a lake yeah. or a river. You should take that with you. Just wear uh, my towel? On your necklace. No, wear a <laughs> necklace with it. It's only about it's only about three feet or two I'm, feet. 
I'm going to tease something for next show. There are some new Y characters that are just off the charts insane. Okay. They really are. We'll to the point to where I have next. other Y members talking to me about these people. You see this guy over here? I'm serious. These guys are fucking well, insane. <laughs> hold on. I got to ask you other. So what is, is there anything you could, are there boards you could pry up on the sauna? No. To beat? There's nothing in there. All you, you couldn't grab your, anything. There's there no are rocks. sometimes guys in there were wearing sneakers. They could probably do a front kick. I mean, I'm in flip-flops. I'm not going to be... I mean, I could break with my hands. At what point do you think they started decided to breaking the glass? Like, what... what Something tells me, too, what like, moment? these Nordic countries take, like, extremes... You know, like, I'm, I'm saying the heat was probably, like, 150 degrees or something. Like, the ones I take are, like, barely over 100. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, it's hot. Yeah. Like, 115 is hot, but it's not 130, you know? Yeah. Like, these people, like, this is, like, a You said culture. this is in Prague? Yeah. Well, those guys aren't. They love their saunas, though. Yeah, it's not Nordic, but like they yeah, do love their. I mean, they lower. love it enough to have a home sauna at the neighbors. Well, yeah, using. but the other people didn't love it enough to have one in their home. Maybe they were poor. Maybe they should have stayed out of the sauna. I don't know, man. I feel like you could have broken that glass. It did there was no like blood on that other glass or anything? It seems like you would have just. Maybe they didn't think it was as dire as it was. I don't know. Or maybe and they maybe were, it was too late once they. Well, maybe I don't they know. were weakened. Once I realized that the door was broken, I would kick the glass open. Barefoot? They must have towels. What's the towel? Oh, like on the hand? Put it on your foot or your hand. Go on the elbow. Classic car window breaking style from the movies. Yeah, I would just get a running start and jump, even if it cuts your fucking leg open. I'd try to break it open with my dingus. Get it hard and just javelin it through there. Well, this guy, I smell a lawsuit coming for this guy and his sauna. sauna. The sauna owner? Yeah. Might be a woman. Nah, is, um, He's not letting any outside people in the sauna anymore. No. He let in some, uh, some neighbor, he did the neighborly thing. Wonder if the door stuck ever before or they just freaked out and just ripped the fucking thing oh, off. Oh, by the way, you have the door handle that ripped off. That's true. You can beat the fucking glass with that. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Seems like you have a lot of options. But they probably felt bad bashing in the glass of this guy's sauna that they let borrow or maybe they just waited until like they're like oh he'll come and then like last minute well, like, you know if they if they come you better come harder. i'm coming harder yeah uh well we're gonna leave that on a very somber note a song kind of really brought the a son a somber somber <laughs> sonaber sonaber note that's too bad yeah it's uh the sauna can take lives it can make lives but it also can take lives it's not making anybody's life nobody's living longer from going to the sauna. how dare you there have been stuff by the way i saw somebody sent a thing about a guy who works outside works out outside i didn't read that what did that say uh, article talking about how it uh is actually healthier for you it invigorates the body well i have tr an article from tracy that we need to get to at some point later that uh, people want the cowboy monkey rodeo where they ride dogs. Oh, they want it banned. Oh, I want it to stay. That <laughs> was the awestest thing. It's the most awesome thing I've ever seen. The monkeys ride the dogs. If dog. I knew that exist, where where is that? I got to go to that rodeo. Yeah, they tell some. Places. I'm not going to Calgary anymore. They say I'm going some places to... you can see it, and I was like, I kind of want to see it. To Did be you honest. read some of the comments? No. Some were like, this is the greatest thing ever. <laughs> Fuck you, Peta. <laughs> Sounds pretty cool to be honest. Says the animals hate it, but how do you know? They <laughs> yeah, may love, it. love it, dude. It's a. Uh, when does a monkey ever get to ride a dog? That's and, a fucking novelty. As a part of a show. Yeah, I would I would love to ride a dog. 
<laughs> you tried. It ate your shoes. Yeah. Well, they didn't try to ride it. Try to get <laughs> well, you tried to ride it in another way. <laughs> no, I tried to get it. I wasn't standing by it. Look, look at my fucking ear. And my dick touched his butthole. <laughs> Not much better. <laughs> I almost licked my dick. Some post-show talk. I went to a shoe store earlier today. Oh, yeah? Was Al Bundy there? He was not working. <laughs> Uh, you, you know, Gerard Carmichael used to be a shoe store work, salesman. Oh, did he? Shoe salesman, yeah. Heard him on that. the Dan Patrick radio I show. Didn't know so, that. Yeah, said, "How did you know you wanted to get into comedy?" He said, "I know selling shoes wasn't what I wanted to do." No, I didn't know that. So uh, as I walked up to the store, uh, the outside is all glass, and I see a similar age tandem of the Sonic cup. Uh, it was a daughter and a mother. I believe. forty-five and sixty-five. I think older. I think like probably fifty and seventy something. Okay, and the fifty-year-old woman is turned to the side, looking into the glass, checking her ass out in these jeans. She yeah. has her shirt pulled up, and she's really looking to see how it makes her uh, butthole look in and them. She saw you staring at her through the glass? No, and then I, I, I'm I, just walking to the front door, which is in the same path, and she sees me She sees me walking up, and is so humiliated, and oh, she starts going, geez. oh, no, yeah, yeah, oh, no. <laughs> she's Mexican? Yeah, she's like, <laughs> Did she fire some fucking guns in the air? I my me. like put her hands on her face, almost like Kevin McAllister. And I was just like, I in my mind, I was like, do I say something? Like, God, oh, I, I love that that was her. Yeah, she gave like, oh no, no, like all crazy. The mom didn't react. What I was just like, what it's like fuck? a reaction from people in Three Amigos. <laughs> I was like, what are you? Oh no! <laughs> I was like, what's going on here? And I didn't say anything. I just kept walking. Man. Uh, but she was really checking out that turd cutter. Did you find some shoes? Uh, no. But I was just, I was just kind was of per- the same. Yeah, I was just yeah. perusing, just, just a perusal. Last time I was there, I was trying on some shoes on the discount rack, and I saw somebody get t-boned right in front of the window. <laughs> I thought they were coming into the fucking store because they hit the sidewalk. Someone could have gotten killed if they've been looking at their ass in the front yeah, window. That's right. Dude, and also, Whole Foods may be listeners of the show. Their security has been beefed up. Oh, maybe they are. Imagine if they were listeners Dude, of this they, show. It's been and beefed they, up heavily. There are new guys I've never seen, guys with mustaches, like a whole new crew of guys. Like, what if these guys are like former, uh, like, Commandos? Afghani, no, mercenaries? <laughs> they might be. Or they're like, hey, by the way, we need security beefed up at Whole Foods. And they're like... <laughs> Well, it beats killing in the desert. It looks like it's been like, like tripled. It looks like the details been tripled. These I'm guys serious. are like commandos for hire from foreign lands. What's shocking is they're like really active there. Like they're constantly like, I'm like, how have you never, I've seen this guy twice and not one of them saw this. It'd be a great TV show. A former uh, hitman <laughs> slash mercenary becomes the head of a local Whole Foods market security. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he's terrible at it because yeah. he like can't do it like he wants to. Yeah, do he it. like wants to kill people and fucking <laughs> go up behind you while you're taking a piss and put a rope around you and sling you over the back. He takes your tent bag that has probably stolen food in it and he breaks it. Yeah, uh, I have not seen the tent man uh, since, tent, but tent they man. may have killed him. Who's the new pr- security hey. may have killed him. He's camping. I don't know. He's got that tent? You got to use it. I see new security. They may have blood on their hands. I'm still thinking about going homeless. It sounds like not that bad of an idea. Dude, the tents are, I'm seeing them more and more every day. Yeah, they're, they're, pop, they're literally popping up everywhere. On the streets. It's crazy. Man. Some of them are huge. <laughs> Some of them may have families in them. 
Some of these things are like big f- tents. They're not like a one manor. I've seen little dinky one manners, and I've also seen like huge family style. Yeah, I've seen guys where they're they're combining forces with other guys. It's uh, it's an interesting time out there. It's very post show ten talk. Um, what do you name this episode? Let's think of it. Uh, Misana is Susana. Better ask. <laughs> Not what you can do for your <laughs> French, country. French, what your country can French do first here. lady's a pedophile. Not go wrong. Age ain't nothing but a number. In France. Fifteen French election. Fifteen fucking forty. I mean uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean that was probably the main that was probably the main course of the show, I would say, that story. Yeah, it's like that's the one that's uh we mm. did the fart story that was small. No, it had to be something Sauna, about Sauna, small. Petter, first lady. Chocolatier my ass up? <laughs> uh, I don't know. We'll think of it. Presidential poontang? <laughs> Illegal poontang? She's 69, Illegal. dude. He's 39. That's a terrible. Yeah. It's not, I mean. Pedophile first president. Pedophile president instead of POTUS, it's pep. But take on POTUS. This is the inner workings of the writing circle. We're you guys you, are getting. We're pulling in the curtain the, back. Yeah, here, this is what happens. This is, if you want to become a comedy writer, this is the this is the inner workings. These are trade secrets that we are exposing on the Dave O'Neill show right now. Yeah. Um. I don't know, we'll we'll talk about it off there. We'll think about it. Um. All right. Cool. Uh, theme song is out of here. Yeah, Cue subscribe to the, uh, the oh, show, yeah. everybody. Subscribe, tell a friend. Please, please do that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, you know who hasn't been on the show? <laughs> Just when you did that, I was thinking that. Mm-hmm. I like, <laughs> I like my women sixty when I'm fourteen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Tell me what you really want all night. No wonder Fernando said for me, my name. What a piece of shit. That's, Seriously? That's Putin's best friend. And that is uh, why the Ukraine banned him because he wants that Punani. He wants that Ukrainian Punani. Yeah, you know what? But he's not going to ask for it. He fucking takes it. Yeah, allegedly. 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 Somebody made that comment. Uh, I saw that. I go, eh, we didn't want to get involved <laughs> in this. But he didn't do it quite so uh, politely. <laughs> it was aggressive. <laughs> allegedly. What do you think, Bush? You think that's true? Good. Well... Oh, there you go. Bush Bush right. has spoken. All right. Why don't we just get Bush on the phone instead of having him come in here? I guess we could. Um, on the phone, though, sometimes I feel like you can't get him going. Nah, as yeah. much well, as I mean, could. it wouldn't be like the whole hour. We may have to bite the bullet for show 100 and get the Bush in studio. While we get Bush, John Little, Eleanor, DeWitt, if Barb uh, wanted a who's who, like a down the line. But everyone has to sit on that couch. Right I mean, you could there. do it at the comedy store and just bring them. Nah, it, that time. ruins our vibe. That's not, We're not about that. That's like a podcasting studio. You know what we do? We're home studio, guys. We could make them wait in the courtyard. Yeah, hey, then we'll call you in when we're ready for you. Speaking of the courtyard, as I told courtyard you. Courtyard Marriott? There was, some, uh, there was some drama here at Melrose Place. A failed dog napping. Oh, that, yeah. Dude, this place is a dog napping on the streets. Who wants your fucking dog? <laughs> I don't. I think what the are they going to do with them? Crazy. Yeah, 
Because they were caught. It was in daylight. It was outside yeah, in daylight. I don't. It's insanity. Very strange. I'm bringing Whole Food Cops here. I'm bringing Sal Zuno to investigate. Hey, guys. It's me, Sal Zuno. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> All right. Let's get out of here. Oh, I had the hiccups. Danish O'Neill, Danish and O'Neill. Your empty hearts, they will steal. Danish and O'Neill. By the way, wait, real quick. Okay. Did you happen? You probably didn't. GSP did an Instagram video where he's wearing like a skin tight Captain America shirt that basically, it's like stretchy. It basically looks like it's painted on. It's how tight it is. And he, uh, it's a message for Michael Bisbing, which he included him in the post. What it say? And it's like I'm gonna be ready for you, but you have to give me until October. And people are like, what the fuck? October? What the fuck? Oh yeah, I saw that. I saw that. I saw that. I just read that he was. He said, "I'll I'll fight you What's this the year." But has why the way? By the way, we need to talk more importantly. Chuck Liddell, dude. I wish Kimbo Slice was still alive because Liddell versus Kimbo Slice in Bellator would have been the fight. To there see. are rumors Liddell's eyeing a comeback. It's he not, looks. He looks great. It's not. No one knows if it's in or out. Dude, but, he's forty fucking seven years. And he's old. been in he some battles. And, yeah. and from, his last three fights were all fucking terrible knockouts. And it seems like he's already a little bit punchy. Yeah, not a good idea. But hey, good luck to you. All right, everybody. That's post show talk. Post 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 show talk. Subscribe. Tell a friend. Have See a good you later. Week. Spread the word. Bye bye. <laughs>